Every once in a while, you'll see an SUV out on the Indy track thinking, I'm not going to be happy unless I'm the fastest, unless I'm out in front, unless I'm getting all the credit. Well, stay in your race. There is nothing wrong with not being a race car. There's nothing wrong with not being the fastest, the most beautiful, the most talented. Don't get distracted competing in a race that you were never supposed to be in. Trying to outperform your cousin. No, they're in a different race. Feeling less than because a friend is being more celebrated. Frustrated because your neighbor is further along. Stay in your race. Be comfortable with who you are. Let me make it more practical. Ladies, you may have a friend that's a size four. She's naturally small, thin. She doesn't have to work out. She doesn't have to watch what she eats. That's just who she is. Maybe you're a size 14. You could work out four times a day, not eat for three years, and not get down to a size four. Now, you better keep your SUV off that Indy track. Quit comparing yourself to her. Quit competing with her. Just run your race. Can I tell you, there's nothing wrong with being a size 14. You've got to accept what God's given you. Dress it up, paint it, put on some new mufflers, and run your race. But a lot of times, I don't know why I said that. But a lot of times we think, if I had their talent, if I had their look, if I could do what they're doing, then I'd be happy. Then I'd feel good about myself, Joel. Now, they may be doing something that seems more exciting, more appealing, but the truth is, if you traded places, you wouldn't be happy. You wouldn't be fulfilled because their gifts, their talents, their skills, their personality has been uniquely designed for their assignment. You could try to do what they're doing, but the problem is the anointing on your life is for your gifts, for what you're called to do. And if you'll learn to accept your gifts, not competing, comparing, wishing I would look different, wishing I had different talents. No, just be the best that you can be with what you have, and there will be a fulfillment, a satisfaction. God will open up doors. He will get you to where you're supposed to be. When you're comfortable with who you are, walking in your anointing, it takes the pressure off. You enjoy life. But when you're always competing with a friend, trying to outperform a colleague, trying to impress all your relatives, that is a frustrating way to live. You're competing with someone that's not even in your race. A few years ago, I was out running. There was a man in front of me about a quarter of a mile, and I could tell he was running a little slower than me. So I decided to try to catch him. I had about a mile to go before I needed to turn off and head down my path. I picked up the pace, and I could tell every block I was gaining on him. In a few minutes, I was only about 100 yards behind him, and I started really pushing it. You'd have thought I was in that final lap of the Olympic Games. I finally caught up to him, passed by him, felt so good, I beat him. Of course, he didn't know we were racing. But the funny thing is, when I got my mind back on what I was doing, I realized I had missed my turn. I was so focused on trying to catch him, I went about six blocks further than I was supposed to. Had to turn around and come back. That's what happens when we're competing with someone, trying to outperform them, dress better than them, make sure we're more successful. We end up competing in a race that we were never supposed to be in. 
And it takes a lot of energy, physical and emotional, to try to keep up with a coworker, dress better than a neighbor, be more successful than your cousin. No, take the pressure off. It's very freeing to say, I'm okay with you being ahead of me, getting more recognition, doing something more exciting. I'm not going to feel bad about myself if you have a bigger house, a badder car, more successful. You have what you need for your assignment. I have what I need for my assignment. I don't have to keep up with you. I'm not in the same race. You're not really free until you know you're not competing with anyone else. And this is one of the reasons that King Saul lost the throne. He was happy running his race. Life was good until he heard some women saying, Saul has killed thousands and David has killed tens of thousands. From that moment on, he never looked at David the same way. What was his problem? He couldn't handle somebody getting ahead of him. He was fine as long as he was number one, but he couldn't handle being number two. He got distracted and spent months and months trying to kill David all because he wasn't comfortable with who he was. Now, maybe like Saul, you're a 1,000-level person, but you have a friend that's a 10,000-level person. The real test to see if God can promote you is can you celebrate people that pass you by? Can you be happy for them and stay focused on your race, or does it frustrate you? Think, man, I've got to catch up with them. No, our attitude should be, I may not be a 10,000-level person. God may have made me to be a 1,000-level person, but I can promise you this. I'm going to be the best 1,000-level person you've ever seen. I'm not going to stop at 950, 980, 999. I'm going to become all God's created me to be. Friends, your race is made up of one person, you. Don't get distracted competing against a neighbor, a friend, a co-worker. Just run your race. You have exactly what you need for your assignment. Learn to accept your gifts. There's nothing wrong with not being the fastest, the most beautiful, the most talented. Here's a phrase I like. Don't compare yourself. Celebrate yourself. Somebody else may have conquered 10,000. You conquered 1,000. But you know what? 1,000 is still good. Celebrate what you've accomplished. Very few people today can say, I like myself. I'm happy with my gifts. I am satisfied with who God made me to be. And remember, you don't have to have a great gift for God to use it in a great way. It may seem small, making a lunge, slinging a rock like David. But if you'll use what you have, God will breathe on it and do amazing things. If you'll learn this simple principle, being comfortable with who you are, you'll not only enjoy your life more, but I believe and declare you will rise higher. Your gifts and talents will come out to the full. You will become everything that God's created you to be. In Jesus' name. If you receive it, can you say amen today? Victoria and I love being with you each morning. What a great way to wake up, to wake up to hope. We pray for you and your family. We're believing that 2016, you're going to see acceleration in your life. Dreams coming to pass faster than you thought. Maybe overcoming an addiction or seeing healing, seeing a family member turn around sooner than you expected. So stay in faith, knowing that we're praying for you and just believing for God's very best in your life and that it's going to be a blessed day even today. 
you know, you are an overcomer. Get into agreement with God because that's what He says about you. He says that you are an overcomer, that you can overcome any obstacle and any challenge you are facing today. Know that your future is bright. Hang on to God and never give up. To request your copy of Created to Overcome, visit us at joelosteen.com or call us toll-free. Maybe you've never accepted the Lord as your Savior. Why don't you pray with me today? Say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friend, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed. Tune in tomorrow morning for another broadcast of Wake Up to Hope with Joel and Victoria, right here, only on TBS. Are you financially secure or do you struggle having enough at the end of each month? This month, TBN wants to show you how to live a blessed life. So, to show our appreciation for your love gift of any amount, we're going to send you the special TBN 4-CD edition of The Blessed Life by Pastor Robert Morris. Unlocking the rewards of a generous lifestyle will transform every aspect of your life, but most of all, your finances. This special series brings you powerful, proven principles that guarantee your financial success and provide you with more than enough to bless others. And for your gift of $120 or more in support of your TBN, we want to send you the Blessed Life Bundle. In addition to the 4-CD series, we'll include a copy of Pastor Robert's best-selling book, The Blessed Life, Unlocking the Rewards of Generous Living. Plus, we'll rush you his Blessed Life DVD series. I'm doing this to help you. This will change your life, your family, your finances, your marriage, your children, your grandchildren. This will change you. Robert Moore shows you step-by-step step God's plan for blessing in your life. Take a moment now to call, click, or write to receive the Blessed Life 4-CD set for your gift of any amount or the Blessed Life bundle for your gift of $120 or more. Call 800-201-5200 or send your gift securely online when you visit tbn.org or include your gift when you write us at TBN PO Box A, Santa Ana, California, 92711. What is mental health? Do your thoughts affect others? Is stress dangerous? Stress is the most amazing thing. Stress is phenomenal. Get your mind health questions answered on Switch on Your Brain with Dr. Caroline Leaf. Wednesday, 3.30 p.m. Pacific. She'll show you how to control your thoughts. It's through our mind that we develop our spirit, through our mind that we impact our bodies. Switch on Your Brain. Only on TBN. Up next, watch Joseph Prince proclaiming the gospel of grace on TBN. This is TBN, part of the Trinity Broadcasting family of networks, celebrating 42 years of God's miracles. program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. Today with Joseph Prince.
life is not an abject expression or subject. Life is the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. At Lazarus' tomb, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe that, Martha? He's the life. And we have it. It was a house life. More abundant. When the pressures of life get too much for you, it isn't more effort that you need to change your circumstances. It's knowing that your answers lie in the Lord. Today, as a thank you for your gift of any amount to the ministry, we will send you Joseph's latest three-CD audio series, Unconscious Faith, Receiving God's Faith for You. Discover how you can receive unwavering faith for the breakthroughs you need. The only part for us to have faith is to hook our faith to believe that His faith never fails. His faith never wavers. You can also request the new Glorious Grace 100-Day Devotional for specific gifts to the ministry. This collection includes the Grace Revolution Study Guide. To order these resources, call us toll-free at 1-877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org today. Do you know that the name of God is G-O-D, God, throughout the entire book of Ecclesiastes, which is Elohim, Creator in Hebrew. Do you know the name, the Lord, Jehovah, never appears. The Lord, you can search it out. The book of Ecclesiastes, you never find L-O-R-D. You always find G-O-D. In Hebrew, L-O-R-D is the God of relationship, the God of grace, the covenant-keeping God. But Elohim is the Creator God. So, in Ecclesiastes, Solomon began to think of God the way many people think of God today. They will say, Oh, hang on, oh, lucky I wasn't there. You know, someone up there is watching over me. Or else uh, the thing was collapsed on me. Or else I'll have an accident. Someone up there is watching over me. They know it's someone up there. That's Elohim, Creator. Someone call Him the higher source, higher intelligence. They do not know Him. We know Him as the Lord. yud hey vav hey, Jesus. You'll find the phrases, vanity of vanities, appearing a number of times in the book of Ecclesiastes. Alright, for example, vanity of vanities appears 37 times. This phrase. Then the phrase, under the sun. They will you hide it under your arm. The was a leper. He did mine taking his armor off when he got home because the only person who saw it was a maid. The little Israelite maid I picked up when I was fighting against the king of Israel. I took her captive. Josephus, a historian, suggests that it was the captivity of this very maid that brought about the curse. That taking her hostage had made God so angry that he had afflicted him. That Naaman undressed, he didn't mind if the little maid saw, because who was she anyway? <laughs> she had no money. She had no power. She had no status. She had no prestige. She had no recognition. She had no country. She 
she was serving in a country that was not her. She was an immigrant, if you please, and a slave to boot, and a woman, a woman, on top of that, never did he understand that in spite of society's view of who you are, when God has blessed you with the gift, you are blessed anyhow. I'm wondering, are there any people in this room that know you are blessed anyhow? You may not be able to see it right now. It may not show in my job. It may not show in my status. It may not show in how you see me. But in her own way, the little maid had more power than Naaman. You see, Naaman had become great because of what he did. But the little maid was great because of who she knew. And who you know will always trump what you do. <laughs> she knew somebody that could bring about a change. But what this little maid, this little maid, this little maid preaches this morning. She preaches because this little maid had every right to be bitter. She had been snatched away from her family, snatched away from her culture, snatched away from her friends, and demoted to a servant and a slave. And she was there. She had every right to let him rot. You see, the real test of character is what you do with power. weakness because weakness has no options. The real test of who you are is what do you do when you have the advantage? <laughs> who would have thought that the life of the captain of the host of Syria would be in the hands of a woman? That he would be at the mercy of a woman, a maid, but the Bible says a little maid. She wasn't even significant amongst the maids. She wasn't even the head of the maid. She was a little maid away from her country, away from her culture, away from her language. She was little on the outside. Uh, but she was big. On the inside, I'm talking to somebody. I don't even know who it is. And God had allowed Naaman to take captive the very one who had the cure to his crisis. And there she is. She was held captive. By divine assignment, she need not struggle to get loose because her problem served a purpose. She was not economically empowered. She was demoted from all status. She had no recognition. She wasn't even esteemed amongst the base. She was a little maid, but her problem served a purpose. 
They thought they had snatched her against her will. And maybe it was against her will, but not against God's because God had a purpose in our problem. Order my steps in your word, dear Lord, teach me dread. We say that until the steps order us a cut in pay, until the steps order us go through a divorce, until the steps order us go through an embarrassment, until the steps order us go through a scandal. We're good with ordering my steps as long as the steps are going up. But what do you do when he orders steps and the steps? your God in the good times? Or is he your God when you are captive in a situation that you cannot correct? <laughs> Naaman and the woman were in the similar positions because she was in a place that she couldn't get out of. And so was he. Trouble makes strange bedfellows. It brings together people who would never be together otherwise. The commonality between the woman and Naaman is that they are both held captive by something. And she would look at him, no doubt, and think in herself, if I could only be like you, I could get control of my life. Eat what I want to eat. Sleep what I want to sleep. Wear what I want to wear. Little did she know as he undressed that evening that he looked at the subtle flesh she wore and thought, if I could only be like you. <laughs> and as he undressed, she had a decision to make. Will I help the man that holds me captive. <laughs> and I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but that is the decision that we all have to make at some time or another. Will I help the one who holds me captive or will I simply sit back and keep quiet and let him die? If the wrong maid had been held captive, Naaman would have died. If a vengeful, spiteful, evil, angry woman had been held captive, she would have withheld what she could do. But the problem with holding back on what you could do is that when you hold back on what you could do, God holds back on what he can do. Because you are no more deserving of the blessing you seek than the blessing you withhold from the person you hate. And until you learn to be merciful, you'll never be mighty. Because your greatest test might be how you handle the person you hate. In Israel, 
there is a prophet in Israel. And uh, if you went to him, he would set you free. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. You've got to be willing to go into the country you just conquered. to be willing to deal with people you've been killing. <laughs> so glad you didn't kill all of them because one of them has the cure to your Christ. The real test for you, Naaman, is how bad do you want it? Still to come. On the Potter's Touch. I came to tell you that if you go down low enough, oh, you don't hear what I'm saying to you. If you're willing to go down low enough, God will heal that issue in your life. Because humility is always the way to exaltation. When it comes to embracing your destiny and progressing to the next level in your ministry, you are not alone. Leaders just like you will be coming together to escape the prison of normalcy and develop strategies to break through to the next stage of effectiveness and influence. It's time for you to think yourselves clean for creative leaders to emerge and recharge. Draw upon the wisdom and know-how of idea generators like Bishop T.D. Jake, Pastor John Hagee, Bishop Dale Bronner, Pastor Stephen Burkett, Pastor Chris Hill, and Marcus Lamb. Are you ready to invest in your bright future? Register today for the International Pastors and Leadership Conference, April 21st through the 23rd, 2016 at pastorsandleaders.org. Would you go to Israel to get well? So Naaman says, hmm. I, uh, I'll go talk to my boss, who is the king of Syria. And the king of Syria writes a letter to the king of Israel. These two countries have been in conflict. They are now in a fragile state of peace. And he writes a letter and gives it to Naaman and says, Naaman, go to the king of Israel and hand him this letter. And the letter almost caused a national revolt because the letter asked the king of Israel to handle something beyond his scope. So when the king of Israel gets the letter, he's furious. He says, this guy always wants to pick a fight with me. We barely got peace. Who am I, God, that I should heal this man of his disease? And the king of Israel rent his clothing, and he was frustrated. And Eliza heard about it and said to the king of Israel, Don't worry. I got this.
What Naaman seeks is not found in the prestige of palatial borders. <laughs> there is a constant message that God keeps trying to teach Naaman that your healing is in your humility. I'll do it for you if you can humble yourself. I'll do it for you if you take the advice of the maid you captured. I'll do it for you if you'll go down to a country that you think is beneath you. I'll do it for you. And here Naaman keeps trying to go up while God is trying to take him down. Naaman keeps trying to go see kings and princes, and God has put healings amongst prophets and maids. <laughs> the way out may not be in the direction you thought. <laughs> there you are in a palace that cannot heal you, wearing clothes that cannot fix you, driving cars that will not solve the problem. And the truth of the matter is, God puts your deliverance in a place that you would have to humble yourself to be willing to come. <laughs> God didn't promise to heal you in your neighborhood or set you free by people who share your culture. You may have to be willing to cross some lines to get what you need. But the question remains, how bad do you want it? <laughs> when I look at it like this, I begin to realize that the leprosy is not an attack of Satan. It is a sovereign maneuver of God to bring the soldier into a sovereign place of destiny. And it was good that he was afflicted. For had he not been afflicted, he would have never found the door to what God wanted to do. And the door was humility. And humility only works when the mighty stoop to it. So, Naaman goes to the king. And the king turns to the prophet, and Naaman goes down from Syria to Israel, and down from the palace to the prophet's house. And the prophet won't even come to the door. Does he not know who I am? People wait for years to get to see me. And I'm at the door, and he won't even come. Do you not know I just left your president? And you little jack-leg country preacher won't even... You mean I can't get an appointment with a prophet in Israel? A country I conquered for my freedom 
and your church boy won't even come to the police. The servant came to the door. Brother Bibi, he told Naaman, the mighty man of valor, the captain of the host, to go down to the rivers of Israel and dip in the filthy waters of Israel to get his healing. I came to tell you that if you go down low enough, oh, you don't hear what I'm saying to you. If you're willing to go down low enough, God will heal that issue in your life. is always the way to exaltation because God said if you exalt yourself I'll humble you but if you humble yourself I'll exalt you you've been trying to go up by going up but the quickest way to go up is go down because whenever you go down you will come up when the seed goes down, it will come up. Whatever goes down will come up. If the devil would have heard this message, he would have never crucified Jesus because whatever goes down. Some three people say, I got to get down, I got to get down, I got to get down. Got to get down, I got to get down, I got to get down. I got to get down, I got to get down before the year is over, before the clock strikes 12, before I go into a new year with an old problem, I got to get down off of my high horse and say, whatever I'm in faith. I said, whatever I'm in faith. They didn't hear me. Whatever I'm in faith. Well, he went down. into the muddy, stinking, algae-infiltrated waters of Jordan. He went down sick, and he came up sick. And I imagine in my mind that the devil said, look at you. You're making a fool of yourself. You're supposed to be the captain of the host. And you're down here in Israel, all covered with mud. But Naaman said, I got no choice. And he went down again. He came up out the water, and he still stank. The worms were eating up his flesh. Disease was all over his body. He said, I got nothing to lose. So he went down again. Touch your neighbor and say, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to go down again. He went down one more time. He went down again. He went down the sixth time. So yeah! 
had dipped in the muddy waters of Israel and still he had no healing. But six is the number of man. Six is the number of flesh. Six is the number of human effort. Six is the number of humanity. Look at all the people who tried to heal you. You went down for it, but they couldn't heal you. You went down again, and they couldn't heal you. And I know the devil said, you might as well get out of this water. This ain't working for you. You might as well get out of the church. This ain't working for you. You might as well give up being a Christian. This ain't working for you. But the Lord sent me here to deliver a message to tell the devil this. You're on your last dip. Did you dip? I'm on my last dip. I've been through hell and high water, but I'm on my last dip. Alas, it's a big subject. You and I could talk all day. We could go to Starbucks and get a cup of coffee and just talk about life because life has many challenges, many obstacles, many tests and trials. But I pray that what I was able to share with you today has strengthened you and perhaps changed your perspective of how you look at the situations you are confronting in your life right now. Before I close, I want to give my highest regards, my most profound respect and thanks, gratitude to all of our partners. Your continual contribution makes it possible for me to be on the air. And if you're watching and you're not a partner, what are you waiting on? Didn't you know how God is blessing our partners? Sow a seed and reap a harvest. We're waiting to hear from you. What I will not resolve and what I will not let go will kill my future. It will kill my destiny. No matter what it tells you back, God wants to set you free. And to anybody who's tired of living like a runaway, dead that your yesterday is your ticket with your today. For your gift of any size, you will receive freedom. It costs too much on CD as well as three free indeed note cards, serving as daily reminders of the freedom that Christ paid for. When you are free indeed, you shock yourself because what used to get to you doesn't get to you anymore. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive Bishop's liberating three-part DVD series, Destined for Freedom. Fear lives next door, and doubt lives across the street, and weakness is around the corner, but in the middle of all of that craziness in your community, if you can hold on to just a little bit of faith, a little bit of faith to pull you out of all kinds of trouble, all kinds of pain, all kinds of turmoil, just a little bit of faith. However, when your gift is $120 or more, you'll receive freedom. It cost too much on CD, the free indeed note cards, and the Destined for Freedom 3 message DVD set. We also want to give you the Destined for Freedom decorative presswood piece to remind you every day that freedom is more than a condition. It's your destiny. The shift God is making in your life right now isn't even about you. This is a generational blessing. Dip, dip, dip in the water. Dip, dip, dip in the water. 
this, this, this is the one. I looked at my hands, and my hands looked new. I looked at my feet, and they did too. I looked at my marriage, I had a new marriage. I looked at my children, I had a new child. Look at your neighbor and say, dip, dip, dip in the water. Dip, dip, dip in the water. Your circumstance is not beyond God's ability. Dip in the water. Joyce Meyer, and I would like to invite you to join me right here for Enjoying Everyday Life. You know, we all want a fulfilling life, and I believe that you can have one. I'll share how the Bible relates to everything that concerns you, your thought life, your relationships, even your health. I look forward to being a part of your day, and we'll learn how to enjoy life the way it was meant to be. Enjoying Everyday Life with Joyce Meyer, weekdays, right here on Daystar. Christianity is God's attempt to reach man. It's through Christ. It's not what we do for God. It's what God has done for us in sending Jesus to die on the cross because it's done and it's finished. And it's a gift. It's a gift you can reach out and accept as your own. Do you remember the last time you had to be really strong? Now, whether you need strength in mind, body, or spirit, you can turn to Jesus anytime. I'm Kevin Sorbo, and that's why I love Daystar. Right here, 24-7, providing strength and hope through the Word of God. You've experienced it, now tell a friend about Daystar. Today's generation makes Daystar their home for faith television. Daystar, experience it. The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. John Eldridge encourages us to pray with passion, confidence, and authority because there is a way things work. I don't know where we got this idea that prayer is like shooting up bottle rockets or something, where it's just a quick little, oh, God, please help us.
there's some things that I need to have to do today, so I'm going to take care of that and then come back out. Oh, my goodness. You better wrap up and cover your head and all that. You know, there's weather changing and... I know. And other people come to work sick, and they don't go get any medicine, and they pass colds for three or four weeks. Right. Like his little boy came to class yesterday, he had, he had, he was snotting. So he wanted some tissue. I'm like, he said, can I go get some tissue? I said, yeah. He going to pick his face, then going to try to touch my Boy, if you don't get back, uh-uh, no, homeboy. <laughs> Don't touch me with that hand. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know what? And, and and I wish y'all would just, we need to put that on our, the mindset of our children. We're doing a robotics program for UAB. The kids are actually building drones or whatever they, their robotics they want to build. So we got this Turkish professor who, um, who's teaching them. He's coming over there in the evening times and working with them. And he, he's very upset with the people because the program that I went through last year, course, they cater to the millionaire children. But they lied and said that they have um, working with the underprivileged children, which is our school district. And so the professor was very upset that, 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 that the kids did not show up the way that they should have shown up. And he's extending the program to come and teach them how to do circuitry, computerize, um, computerize their program, their, their, their robots, and all these different entities of, of engineering. And paying them, grant you, you're not getting $500, five-week course, $5,000. He want all African-American kids from lower developed people to come because that's what his grant calls for. Per person. Do you know our children don't want to do nothing? Nothing. And all of their parents work at McDonald's or churches, chicken. Are you serious? I can't get with. We didn't have that opportunity. God knows we didn't have that opportunity. We was in school. And if... I think if I, I had that opportunity, I would be a better person because then I would have had a different career path with the way to even look at, and then it would have helped me out as a teenager. Who gives a child $5,000 to go and work on a, on a robotics program for five weeks? That's $1,000 a week. Wow. I don't even make $5,000 a week. Can you sign Morgan up for it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I'll ship her there. <laughs> you know what? And your daughter would take that program and make it work. I promise you, will. The programs he brought the, the the drones that the kids, the eighth graders made last year. He brought them to the class Wednesday to show them and show them that they do work and had cameras and all this stuff. Oh, my goodness, can you get with? I just don't understand. And when one little girl that I quit because, baby, you wouldn't even on the list because I didn't even recommend you. <laughs> already knew, huh? You already know. You already know. But I had three kids, one guy and two girls. They got in there and they did their research. And it was a part of the of program that they happened to do. This young man got in there. He, he researched his face so doggone thorough, you all. The professor, I ain't even talked that yet. He said, you already know about it? And the young boy 
the young boys show him his, his evidence and stuff like that, he said, wow, this is what I'm talking about. In fact, he cursed one of the Dr. Weiss from the program that I went through UAB with the biomedical portion of it. He said, you all are full of BS. And he said about four or five times I told him that. He said, because y'all lying on these grants and saying that you got these underprivileged kids in the program and everybody in your program, mom and dad, either teach here, engineers, doctors, lawyers, millionaires, and you're lying. But you're scared to come over here to the African-American communities. And you can't get the kids to see nothing. Oh, my God. I'm, I, it's just so good. We tested next week. I'm just, I'm blown. The mindset is so messed up. But they had I believe we should be praying for our youth in general because I truly hear what you're saying, but if they have not been instilled with something, they're following only what they know. And it's time that we should get to intercede and either more on behalf of our youth because some of them are doing things that we just don't understand why but we don't know what the generational curses are. We don't know what they're being taught or not being taught at home. So I'm finding out the older I get, a lot of the things I do are based on what I was taught, based on what I've learned, and based on what was said to me. You know, some of the negativity still affects me now, and I'm older than I am. What do y'all think I am? Hmm. And you're right. We just need to face like the mindset of our youth nowadays. They need to be in a growth mindset, then a fixed mindset. And then the parents, the sad part about it, the parents are not trying to push them. But you can't do what you don't know. You can't do what you weren't taught. You can't do what you have not experienced. Exactly. <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm going on to pray. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father God, we just come before you, Lord God, with a heart of thanksgiving, Lord God, with a heart of joy, with a heart of praise, to worship and glorify, to magnify, lift up your holy name, Lord God. We thank you, O oh God, Lord God, that you have brought us together, Lord God, in such a time like this to intercede on behalf of those who know not that we are are praying for them, Lord God. Father God, I'm just reminded, Lord God, and by Marie just a second ago, that we should pray for our youth, Lord God. Father God, I pray that their mindsets be turned over, Lord God, that they will become out of that that stagnant mindset, that fixed mindset, Lord God, and know that they are your chosen people, Lord God, that they can do all things through Christ that strengthens them. Lord God. Father God, I pray, Lord God, that they will become humble, Lord God, so that you can raise them up, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, to be the better people who you who you have called and created them to be. Father God, I pray for God use right now all over the land and country, because this is the season of testing, Lord God. This is the season where 
because they're being measured on their abilities, Lord God, to, to matriculate to the curriculum. But, Father God, we ask you to give them power, Lord God. Let them draw upon that knowledge, Lord God, which the teachers are trying to teach them, Lord God. Let them be... Humble, Lord God, is submissive and receptive of what is being taught in the classroom, Lord God, so they can become a better people, Lord God, they can better them, their lives. But, Father God, instead of this world going forward and pressing toward the mark of the highest callers, which is in Christ Jesus, Lord God, it's as if our minds are being turned back, Lord God, and being kept prisoned, imprisoned by what man has said of things of old. Father God, you have called, you have Set your free children free, Lord God. So even after me- the message was t- spoken yesterday that whom the Son set free, he is free indeed. Let us not look back on our past mistakes, Lord God, but look forward, Lord God, and, 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 and to go forward, Lord God, on those things that we that the Son has set us free, Lord God. We're no longer imprisoned by slavery of the hands of men, Lord God. We're imprisoned by our minds and our mindset, Lord God. Give us a new mind. Lord God, so that we could come in and seek you first and foremost, Lord God, and your guidance and your direction so that you can order our steps so we can become a better people, Lord God. We are not looking at race, Lord God. We are looking at the individual, Lord God. We ask you to make them whole, clean them up, change their minds, Lord God, and touch them in, to do your will, to answer the call of you. First, Lord God, let them seek and confess uh, you as that Jesus is Lord and Savior of their lives. Let them be baptized with the Holy Spirit and know that they are your children, Lord God, that you created everything in this world, Lord God, from the heavens down to the earth, beneath the earth, Lord God. All wisdom, knowledge, grace, and mercy was always there with you, Lord God. Even when Proverbs tell us, even when you formed the foundations of the earth, Lord God, wisdom was there, Lord God. So we're praying for wisdom right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you give us a wisdom, Lord Lord God, how to go about and do the things that we need to do. Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that this, these tests that they're getting ready to go through next week, Lord God, that we're trying to prepare them for, Lord God, that their minds will be open, Lord God, and they can use uh, cognition, Lord God, to interpret and and process information that is placed down on their test form so they can be successors, Lord God, of those tests, Lord. We ask, Lord God, that you will be with everyone on this prayer call, Lord God, that we will stand in the gap not only for ourselves and our loved ones and for the sick and the shut-in, the prisons and the church, Lord God, but also so for the youth, Lord God, of this world, because they are the future of tomorrow, Lord God. They're the ones who are going to be leaders of tomorrow. So, Father God, we need you to come in and step right now. We need you to move right now in the name of Jesus. Let your mighty hands be upon our lives, upon their lives, upon their parent lives, and all those that are involved with them. And, Father God, I pray even right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will be with those who are unsaved, because so many of our youth and their parents are unsaved, haven't even confessed Jesus as their Lord and Savior. It's because they haven't been exposed, Lord God. But let them hear hear a word from you, Lord God. If they have to go to someone's church or someone have to speak a random word into their spirit, Lord God, let them be receptive and receive it, Lord God, and learn how to call upon the name of Jesus in times such as these. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Dear most gracious Father, Lord God, we just come before you this morning. Father God, thankful. Thankful for the transformation and turnaround in our lives that is a result of you pouring your spirit into us. 
Father God, as we come to before you this morning, Father God, we're not just coming on behalf of ourselves, but Father God, we're coming up before you right now, Father, on behalf of our youth. Father God, we do not understand the situation and their circumstances, but we know, Father God, that if you can make a difference in our lives the same as you have in ours. Father God, right now, I just pray that you send forth the people, the mentors, the, the teachers, the instructors, someone that's able to plant that seed, Father God, that makes them become curious about life is something beyond just what they're able to see. Father God, I'm praying for their parents who may not have been exposed to certain things, Father God, but they would be willing to to let their children know something different than what they know, Father. Lord God, I'm just praying right now for our families, Father God, that you continue to watch over our children and our grandchildren and our parents and our siblings, Father God, that you continue to just use us to be the vessels that you have called us to be in whatever arena or direction you, you want us to go in. Father God, I just pray a special prayer upon Sam and those who will conduct the call today. Father God, that your Holy Spirit will rule, rule reign and reside in their lives, Father God, that your word will go forth to strengthen, to empower, Father God, to fortify. Lord God, these many other prayers we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anybody else want to pray? Good morning, everybody. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Um, I, I had a comment that I was going to pray. Um, it was on the topic about the kids, and as you guys were talking, what I was what I was seeing was that, and what I've been noticing as well, is that it, the the spirit that's in the principality and powers that we deal with that have been here since the beginning of time, they are they are able to attack our children now even more so than ever before because of the distractions that have been placed before us. Because the parents not only because of things that they we've been taught and, you know, things that we learn and things we've experienced, but because it has been put in place where a lot of parents are working 12-hour days and there's no more patience, there's no more, there's no more, you know, time to just sit down and relax. It's, it's a continual flow of movement without the quality quality. It's quantity but no quality in it. Because it's 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 a constant I gotta move, I gotta hustle, I gotta do, you know, I gotta put you know, I gotta work, I gotta do dinner, I gotta do this, I gotta do bed and da, da, da. and it's just it's just not the way it was when we were growing up where there was there was moments where there was a lull in the day that we could all get together and be a family and and, and just experience each other, good or bad, you know. And so it's sad because there's no way around it but by God. And a lot of the, like um, they were saying, a lot of the kids, parents and everything, they don't know who God is. Or if they do know, they, even though they know who, they, they know there's a God, they don't know him for themselves. So, they don't have that foundation that's needed to combat 
what's going on in the spiritual realm right now. And so that being said, I I just want to add my prayer. Father, we thank you for, you know, just making sure that there are witnesses available to, to represent who you are, to say that there is a God still, that there is, you know, that you're still living and you're, that you ain't, you haven't gone anywhere, that there is still hope and you are that hope, that there's still a way and you are that way for any individual who calls on the name of Yeshua, that they shall be saved, that anyone who calls on the name of Yeshua, he shall say to their situation, like he did to the to the storm, peace be still. And it's not so much as that the storm goes away, but he makes it manageable. And that they that they will not be consumed and they not they will not drown or be over overrun by their situations. And Father, we just thank you in advance because Someone will hear your word. Someone will see uh, 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 your light shining in someone today, and they will ask who or what is it that makes you so happy? Who or what makes you want to live the way you do? And when they receive the answer, they will receive you. And, Father God, we thank you for all the family and Precious Ministries leader and, and everyone that comes on the call, we thank you for them and their families and, and their seven degrees of separation. Father, we just thank you because everyone who speaks or even doesn't speak but but prays or, and, and intercedes, they have all put so much into each and every one of us that we are we have been learning and growing in our knowledge of you, O oh Lord. And there has been a great thing that you have created through birth through Sam Farley. We just thank you, O oh God, because I don't know where I would be if I had not started on this in this ministry, O oh Lord, that this ministry has been a blessing to my my spiritual growth and my mental growth of our relationship with you, Father God. And, Father, we just thank you for all the ministers and apostles and bishops who speak the truth of your word to the, to the masses, that they are leading people to you, O oh Lord, not to money, not to fame, not to fortune, but to you. Now, Father God, those who are leading their 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 masses incorrectly, oh God, that's teaching them another doctrine that has is the doctrine of devils. Father God, we pray that you will give them a uh, a uh, 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 visitation right now, oh God. Come to them in their dreams. Come to them. Have have a, a a prophet come to them, oh God, and speak to them like Nathan spoke to David, and let them know what their error is. So therefore, they will have no excuse at the time of judgment that they did not know that they were working and walking in error. And Father God, we come for those who are sick from the flu to the cold to allergies to those who are in hospice from cancer and from tumors, from from the inside out, Father God, from the, the minutest atom all the way to the skin, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, oh God, we're praying for healing that you can give because you're the great physician. You are the great I am. And one thing we know, God, that when you say you will do it, it is done. And you said through your son, Yeshua, that by his stripes 
We are healed and we are standing in the gap for those who are praying. We are standing with them in the spirit that they will be healed, Father God. Let it be so miraculous that it confounds. Again, we say this all the time, Lord, but we know that these healings will be confounding the doctors who have already said that there's nothing else they can do. And, Father, we come for those who are in prison, both in spirit and in body. We pray for their liberty, Father. We pray for those who are dealing with addiction, that they will be set free and delivered. Cold turkey, even though they've been in it for years, oh, God, take, snatch the taste, the, the urge out their mouth, oh, God, for your glory and for their good. And we just thank you, oh, God, having a spirit of gratitude towards you because it's not even anything that we need. We just want all the more of you, oh, God. We want all the more of you, oh, God, and we just thank you that you give yourself to us without without boundaries. There's no boundaries to you, oh God. If we seek your face, you will show us you. And Father, we just thank you for that because you're awesome. You are awesome. And we just glorify you. In Yeshua's name we pray, amen. Amen. Yes, 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 Father, now, more Mushiki yandaki aranda kande kese kerero kumbaka. Mushiki yanda rambote kerero kudiri randehe. Morandiri boshe kandi rukoshe kandi rukoshe kandi ruko. Horandi kashande ruko randi ruko da. Father God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise. 
Horandike Sherandaka Shirobrose Horandike Sherandrasha Dedogose I thank you Holy Spirit for moving Thank you for the transformation Thank you for the healing For the covering For the anointing Continue to speak to our hearts Those things that you want us to know Rambaka Continue to pour forth your anointing Inside of our spirit Bless us abundantly Keep us Preserve us Heal us Direct us Impart inside of us Those things that are needed And that are Horombaka, <laughs> Yes, 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 Father, we glorify your name. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Father. Speak to us, Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Father. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 Yadaka, come forth, Holy Spirit. Yadaka, come forth, Randurko, Dera, speak to us. Yes, yes, yes. Open up your eyes to see God. Open up your heart to hear from Him. His presence is here. His presence is here. That's the power of God moving in a great, mighty way. That's the anointing of Christ positioning us to where he wants us to be. Father God, continue to go around to God to keep us. Keep us, Lord. Keep us standing in you, Father God. Open up our eyes to see and our ears to hear those things that we need to hear hear from you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, anybody got anything before I start my list? I'm going to take that as a no. Hundred 
Morgan Hundred 
got too much back there, child. Like you don't. And you know this always skinny. I'm turned sideways. That don't mean nothing. Whatever. Oh, you want to throw bricks now, huh? Richard Thomas, hush it, go sesh 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 it, go randaka, sakara. Ah, Johnson and Jackson families, hand it again, 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 it Sharon, hundred again and 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 William Debbie, hush, she goes, 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 Kevin Holden family, hundred again, 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 hundred Pushing Claire Harper, hush David Rivera, hush you go say she goes, 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 Living College Grove, Rashida Clear Hop, Susie Webb, Hundred Again, the Gander, the Gander, the Gosasa, Sakara, the Man, the Hundred Again, the Gosasa, Sakara, Conwell Johnson, Natasha, Hashida Gorander, the Gander, 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 Letitia Hushi to go say she's going 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 to go say she's going
Okay, Tony Ivan hunted the gun to 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 the gun Lisa Brown, how should I go say she go say she go say she go rasa sakara? Mark Eden Jarrell Jr., how should I go say she go say she go say she go say she go saka sakara? Pastor Mark, how should I go say she go say she go saka sakara? And myself, who should I go run to go to the gun to go saka sakara? And everybody else on the back of the list, who should I go say she 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 go raka? Who should I go say she go say she go say she go raka? Who should I go say she go run to the gun? How should I go say she go say she go saka? Who should I go saka sakara? Um, for those of you all who do know, um, who do know who I'm about to mention, Chris, I just talked to uh, somebody, and he has now come back to God. Pastor Marcus prayed for him and healing and deliverance, and so he seems to be back to where he needs to be. So I just wanted to get that praise report. I just heard that yesterday. For those of you all who do know of Chris, know Chris or know of him. So... All right, let's knock out the rest of this. We got Lisa Brown on the table. Yorka, Lisa Butler Brown, whatever your name is. Lisa, you there? Are you hiding? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm not here. I'm here. I'm not here. I don't know what I'm at or what I'm doing. I'm walking around in a circle going crazy. Yeah. Gotta guess she ain't here. Discernment, huh? Brought me to go say she to go horrible. I was just getting ready to pray. And the Lord just spoke to my heart. He says, and it might be more so for me than anybody else, but anyway, I'm going to just let you know. You know, as we're praying for these lists and these people, he's saying it's more important than we know. Even like the ones that we're doing for discernment and favor and stuff, it's more important that, than we know of. We have not because we ask not. Well, what we're asking, we're asking on a continuous and diligent basis, and these are things that are in the realm of the supernatural. Now, we were just talking about the other day how most people are really walking, really, they touching the surface, if that much about, you know, walking in the realm of the things of supernatural. But we're asking and we're walking in these things. And one of the reasons why is because we're consistently coming before God, asking him to grow these gifts and these things up inside of us. So let's just continue to stay faithful, stay diligent about the things that we're doing, praying for the people intervening on their behalf praying for the different gifts and things of nature to rise up inside of us so we can walk in the fullness of God. Amen. Okay, on that note, I'm going to pray for the sermon. Hi, should I go say, 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 Walking in the realm of the supernatural. Home brand, did I say, should I go 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 say, and supernatural, superhuman strength 
abilities, gifts, and talents on a synergistic and increasing basis. Yes. I want to pray for the youth. Who should go say, 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 should go Perseverance, the ability to persevere to the end. Sharash to go say she go say she go say she raka, Rush to go say she go sarakandra saraka, Rush to go say she randra go sarakara, Rush to go say she rasa sakara. Ah, what else we got? Health, healing, restoration, perseverance. Joy, unspeakable joy. Shirakosa, Saraka. Peace, peace, peace. Sarada, Shirakasa, Sarakosa, Kaka. Yes, yes, yes. Grace, mercy, and favor. Horandirigase, Shirakosaka. Horandirigase, Shirakosaka. Sakara. Thank you, Father. Rosiriga, Haraka. What else we got? You, joy, perseverance, peace. Mace favor, discernment. Let's touch on some miracles. Sarakashi to go Saraka Sakara. And our gifts and our fruits. Shindi to go say she to go say she to go Sarakanda Sakara. Uh oh. Somebody got something they just didn't want. Called long suffering. Y'all didn't want that one. Whoever that was like, no! Did you know that's a gift or fruit is one or the other? I don't know, it's one of them. God gives you the ability to suffer long. <laughs> no, I want that one, Lord. Give me a car. This sounds like Morgan. I want a car. I want y'all to pray for me. Y'all can give me ministries and works and this, that, and the other. I want a car. When y'all going to pray for me, I'm getting a car next week. That's what I want. Okay. All right. I had my moment. I think there's everything, though. I can't think anybody else think anything. Okay, well. Me, what? 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 Don't be trying to come up here after I done called you about 15 minutes ago. So you say, what now? Huh? Huh? What? Huh? Yeah, okay. I got you, huh? It says anybody else need anything. I was asking, does anybody else, is there anything that they can think of that needs to be prayed for at this moment on the list and stuff like that? Oh. I didn't touch on um, 
Miracles. Rambo, Shidagan, Ranagasa, Horobuse, Shadaka. Okay, we're just still, still walking in the realm of supernatural, but it came across my spirit, so that's why I pray for it. Now, anybody else got anything? Okay, well, I guess that means no, so I'm going to let a couple of songs play, send out a text message, and we'll be doing a reading, though, so. Woo! Hopefully get off this phone early. Who knows? Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow of the world. I want to know what you had in the, in the oh, juice this morning. Say what? I want to know what you had in the juice this morning. You can't have none. That's my juice. It's my private stock. That was a joke if you really knew about beers, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going on. Whatever it is, I need some. Mm-mm. You got to get your own. Can't have none of mine. No. Oh, my brother. You got to get your own. Look at that commercial. Mm-hmm. No, my brother. You got to get your own. Yeah, listen to some music. Maybe that might help you. Bye.
in whatever it takes just to see you, to behold you as my king. I want to be Okay. Yes, 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 Father. Help us to stand and stand there for Father. Mm. Yes, Lord. Oh, Father God. Mm, wow. 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 Mm. I was just thinking about a combination of things, something that Felicia said earlier ties into just what I'm about to say now. You know, I go to cooking a lot because, you know, a lot of you all cook, but I like to cook. It's fun for me. But though I get talked about it, I like to marinate my food. And, and when I marinate it, I like I make my mixture and I let it just seep in there for a while. And see, what that marinating does, it penetrates. And, and the longer you let it sit, the longer it allows it to penetrate deeper and deeper. So that way the flavor is all through the meat. See, when you put your spices and stuff, a lot of times the spices are on the surface and you get a flavor, but when you marinate that allows that whatever it is that you put in there, it allows it to penetrate. The longer that you let it soak, the longer that it penetrates. So that in every aspect of that piece of meat that you're chewing, that flavor that you put in there just comes with every bite. And God spoke to me. He said, if you want his word to penetrate, if you want his spirit to penetrate. See, the word can and will penetrate. It'll divide joint, joint, bone, joint, and marrow. But it can only do that if you allow it, and that's going to take time. See, Felicia was talking about earlier about how, how people get caught up in the distractions, how people get in a rush and, and this, that, and the other. And they, they want God, but then, okay, well, I got to go do something else now. Or they'll throw up a prayer, and then they got to do this. Or they want the, the anointing, the power of God. Okay, it's five minutes. I'm on the time. You know, mm-hmm, no, it don't work that way with him. If you want the presence of God, the power of God, just have an experience with God, you got to just put everything else aside and give him the time. Give him the time. Says, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all his righteousness. You have to make it a priority to put God first. And everything and a mama is going to come up up against you. Again, you're talking about the prince of the power of the air. So the moment you make a decision, you make a choice, it's natural and supernatural that everything comes up against that choice. Every distraction, every situation, every circumstance is going to come up against you to putting God first. But if you want that penetration, mm, 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 that power, 
to seep into every aspect of your life, you're going to have to not only put him first, but you're going to have to allow him time to get down deep inside you. See, see, they got all different types of marinades and stuff, you know. But like I said, I like to let mine sit overnight. See, the longer you let it sit, the deeper that it gets. It's the same thing with the Word of God. The longer that you get under His presence, see, that's what Martha did. Or was it Mary? No, it was Mary. Mary just got it at his feet and just spent time with the Master and, and, and just allowed that to penetrate inside of her spirit, soul, and body. So right now, I'm going to let another song play. And I just want you to focus on that. I want you to just focus on God penetrating you, just saying yes to the master, saying, Daddy, God, right now, I'm going to put everything else aside. Right now, I'm going to let God be God. Right now, Father, I'm gonna, I, I want to have an experience with you. Right now, that's what I want you to focus on. So as this music is playing, let it just begin to penetrate as it's getting deep inside of you. See, we talked about before when the lady, lady who had great faith, she worshipped God before she got the direction that she needed to go. Because when she first came to God, God didn't even respond to her request. He talked to her indirectly. He didn't even turn around to give her the time. She can't talk to me. She's coming at me incorrectly. But when she heard from God in an indirect way, and she stopped, and then she began to worship God, then he gave her a revelation and a direction. Then she changed her approach. She came at it again, but she came at it a different way. And then she ended up getting the answer. And the man of God, or in this case, Jesus, told her, ye are of great faith. So now, if you want to have great faith as this music is playing, just let it begin to penetrate. See, see, when you worship, that means you're connecting. And it's the same thing I'm talking about. You're letting his presence saturate deep down inside of every aspect of your being. So right now, just avail yourself to God and just say yes. Just begin to worship him. Shut and just let his Holy Spirit penetrate inside of you. Mm, mm, mm. Amen, amen, and amen.
gotta walk on. Gotta walk on love. Walk on through temptation. Yes, yes, Lord. Thank you. Come here, love. And here's the wisdom. Oh, God, I pray.
Thank you, Father. And yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, we got to listen to this one, too. This is just too much going on right now. Mm. Yes, Lord.
Lord. I don't even try to help it, Father. Father, we praise your name. Yes, 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 Lord. Thank you, thank you. When it comes down to you. Wow, I mean, you couldn't pick a better back-to-back set of songs for what we just talked about. <laughs> Jesus is love, and I need some one-on-one time with you. Mm-mm-mm. Talking about connecting with God, experiences His presence, His power, and then those two songs come forth so that the Word of God can penetrate. You can, I, see, again, I don't pick these songs. I just press on the button on the TV. I don't know what's going to play. As soon as I finished my prayer, that one song started of Jesus' love. And I'm getting ready to walk away. And that, that one-on-one, like that, that's just perfect. I didn't pick that. Again, that's the Holy Spirit. So you know what that's telling me? That's telling me that God is orchestrating this whole thing. And he desires to be able to penetrate you. He desires to be able to go forth deeper inside of you. See, you again, I'm always coming back. You think you're desiring to come to meet God, to experience with God. God is desiring for you to have this even more than you recognize. He desires it even more than you do. So just submit yourself and yield and let the Holy Spirit penetrate inside of your spirit, soul, and body. Amen. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, after we got beat up yesterday, talked about poison of the spirit. I think that's what we was talking about. Okay. Yeah. So the day we're coming from. The spirit sinking or being submerged is largely due to a turning in on oneself. It may be induced by a possessiveness over all the experiences one has had or by an intrusion of the power of darkness or by self-centeredness in prayer and worship. Mm, wow. A self-centeredness in prayer and worship. Wow. When anyone's spirit is tilted inward instead of outward, the power of God is at once severed, and the spirit will soon be surrounded. Wow. Mm. When anyone's spirit is tilted inward instead of outward, the power of God is at once severed, and the spirit will soon be surrounded by the soul. Sometimes this merging of the spirit and the soul is precipitated by the deceit of the evil foe who supplies the person with physical sensations and various wonderful, joyful experiences. He does not perceive that they originate with an evil spirit. He instead construes them to be from God, and thus he unknowingly comes to dwell in the sensuous world where his spirit is drowned by in the soul. Wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Believers may additionally be deceived and their spirit accordingly descend into the soul when they do not understand the position of Christ. The Holy Spirit indwells the child of God to manifest and enthrone Christ to him. The book of Acts, Ephesians, and Hebrews speak very plainly on the position of Christ in the heaven today. The spirit of the Christian is joined to the heavenly Christ. Because of his ignorance, however, the Christian looks within to find him. 
He wishes to be united with the Christ who is in him. Hence his spirit cannot ascend above the clouds, but rather is oppressed and tumbles into the soul of the realm. All these operations tempt the individual to live in his feelings rather than in his spirit. He needs to know that before he becomes spiritual and actually walks in the spirit, the enemy is not compelled at that time to resort to counterfeit. But after the person has experienced the point of the Holy Spirit with power into his spirit, he faces a new world never before encountered. And just here is the cause for alarm, for the enemy will work to induce him to cease abiding in the spirit. If he succeeds, the believer will incur great loss. The tactics of the adversary is to deceive him through the feelings of the soul and body and to thinking these are spiritual experiences for him to enjoy. Many who have entered into spiritual living shall meet defeat because of the ignorance of his laws. The enemy foments within them all sorts of physical sensations and supernatural experiences. Should they lean on these supernatural... Who Jesus. Mm. I ain't going to touch on this right now, but that... Oh, my God. Woo! Mm. 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 The enemy foments within them all sorts of physical sensations. I just want y'all to remember this, because I'm, I'm going to come back to that. I just want you right now to remember this passage right here. The enemy foments within them all sorts of physical sensations and supernatural experiences. Should they lean on these supernatural phenomena or on other sensational occurrences which come from the outside, their life and the spirit will be obstructed. They will dwell in the outer soul or body while the innermost spirit is denied the power to cooperate with God. Naturally, soul and body once again ascend, regain their forfeited authority, and submerge the spirit completely. Mm. While the spirit is submerged, its senses are rendered inoperative. When this occurs, many spiritual Christians feel they have lost their spirit. Soul and body occupy such a large place that the entire being can live by their sensations. Man's sensory organs replace the operation of the spirit. The movements of the spirit are buried beneath the powerful sensations of the soul and body. And eventually, all spiritual life and work are completely terminated. If such a condition is permitted to last for very long, the believer has fallen terribly indeed. He may perhaps be possessed by the evil spirit. Everything, therefore, which is capable of impairing spiritual consciousness must be denied. We must shun wild laughter, bitter crying, and every other stream outburst of physical emotion. The body should be kept in perfect calm. Okay, I ain't there yet, Lord. The body should be kept in perfect calm. We must reject inordinate supernatural or natural sensations, for these propel the mind to follow the body and not the spirit. Never allow anything to hinder us from understanding the small, still throb of the spirit. Because the soul, when the spirit begins to sink, surrounds it and reduces it to servitude. The child of God must learn how to keep his spirit continuously outgoing, continuously outgoing, never permitting it to stagnate. For unless the spirit sallies forth to attack Satan, Satan unquestionably will attack his spirit and cause it to sink. Only as our spirit is flowing out is the Holy Spirit equally able to flow out of his life. The moment anyone turns in on himself and sets his spirit into sinking, the torrential flow of the divine spirit immediately stops. He uses the spirit, believer's spirit as his channel of the flowing of God's life. 
Christian needs to determine what has caused the spirit to slump and then must restore it to its original state. As soon as he discovers a leak in the power of his spirit, he must try to redeem the situation at once. Woo! Father God. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, here we go. The spirit sinking or being submerged is largely due to turning in on oneself. It may be induced by possessiveness over all the experiences one has had or by an intrusion of the power of darkness or by self-centeredness in prayer and worship. When anyone's spirit is tilted inward instead of outward, the power of God at once is severed, and the spirit will soon be surrounded by the soul. See, now he touched on this yesterday when I was reading, and and, and I like it. And I, I I said, remember, when you are a child of God, it's all about serving. So if you're serving, you're not looking at what you want to need. I mean, we're going to always look at our needs and wants. Now, don't understand that, that that's not saying, you know, that you're not to take care of yourself, that you're not to do anything. But there are times when, and there are a lot of times, to be very honest with you, when you got to get past yourself to tap into what is it that God needs you to do for somebody else. Talked about yesterday. Remember, Jesus washed his disciples' feet. If Jesus, first of all, can get up off a of deity and come down here in the flesh and then go wash somebody's feet who's following him around and learning from him, then you can stop what you're doing when God prompts in your spirit, go minister to them, go give to them, go do this or whatever, or even just, just sit there and spend some time and listen to them. Again, but it all comes from being led by the spirit. You might see something that needs to be done, but God might tell you that that's not for you to do from me. Now, you might still go and do it, and it's okay, but it wasn't what God told you to do. See, remember, God is only looking at those things that you do when, when he tells you to do them. All the good acts and the moral deeds, that's all nice and well, but as far as he's concerned, that was just something the flesh did. So you must learn to listen to your spirit, and then listen to your spirit is going to majority of times be dealing with somebody else. And see, this. Now see, I'm going to tell you, and yesterday was a perfect example. In the midst of you going through, when you're dealing with your own situation and circumstance, God will go have you ministering to somebody else about the very same thing, and you sit up there in the midst of somebody while you're speaking to them. Why he got me? Don't you know that I'm hurting? Don't you know that I need this? But I'm going to talk to somebody about And a lot of times in the midst of you talking about the very thing that you're telling them is what you need, and you sit up there and you shake your head, and you say, you know why I'm ministering to you? I'm ministering to myself. The very word that you need to hear is going to come forth by you going and ministering to somebody else. So that's a perfect example and reason of why you don't need to be always so look to your hurt and your pain and your situation and circumstance. Trust God. God is not forgotten about you. God knows what needs to be done, but he's looking at the overall picture. That says, see, you're in a position where you're a mature saint of God. And you know how I just talked about allowing the word of God to penetrate inside. So you're in a position where you're hearing and you're learning and you're growing. Somebody else might not be. They might not have available to them those things that you have. They might not be at the level yet, but they're still in a position of hurt, a position of pain, and they need some. They they might be. If I don't hear from somebody, I'm going. I'm I'm going to extinguish all hope. I'm going to jump off the roof. I'm walking away from my wife, from my kids. I'm getting off my job. I'm going to my job and shooting everybody up. 
but because you were being obedient and heard the voice of God and you stepped up out of yourself to go to minister to somebody else, they got touched and you got blessed. And I'm keeping reading. Sometimes this submerging of the spirit in the soul is precipitated by the deceit of the evil flow who supplies a person with physical sensations and various wonderful, joyful experiences. The submerging of the spirit in the soul. Submerging means that it was once up over the soul. Remember, the proper order is the spirit to run the soul, which runs the body. But something happened along the way, which our spirit got submerged. It went beneath our soul, and our soul says, yes, I'm back in control. Yes, I can do what I want. When you walk and being led by the Spirit, you're going to deny, you're going to, I want to do this, but no. I don't feel like doing this, but I got to. I don't want to do Yesterday, I didn't want to get in there and read that book, but it blessed me and blessed everybody that heard it. See, 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 your soul says, I'm dealing, I don't want, I don't, but your Spirit says, press on and listen to me and trust me. But somewhere along the way, whatever, however, whomever, and it's not to say it's your fault. Just we understand, quit getting, see, that's allowed for guilt and condemnation. Life happens. Situation arise, but just begin to become aware of the fact. I tell you, as long as you wear this meat suit, it's an opportunity to flesh it. Any opportunity it can is going to get and come to raise. I'm back. And when it happens, just, oh, Lord, I, I, my spirit sank. I missed it. I, I got caught up in myself. I got caught up in a moment, which turned to two moments, which turned to a few moments, which turned into days. And, okay, Lord, okay, okay. I missed it. Help, I got to wash myself up. My spirit got submerged. My soul took back, back control, and the party started there. Sometimes this submerging of the spirit and the soul is precipitated by the deceit of the evil foe who supplies a person with physical sensations and various wonderful, joyful experiences. Uh-oh. Precipitated, that means it came before it started giving you what you like. Yeah, you know you like this. Yeah, you know you want that. You know how you used to do all that. Remember back when? Oh, just a little hit. Oh, just come on over. Oh, just come by and say hi. I ain't seen you in a while. Okay, yeah. That's how it all starts. Whatever it is. It's precipitated by something that you like, something that entices you. Okay, it might be, oh, let me turn on Home Shopping Network. Oh, let me pick up this book. Oh, you know what, i do it about an hour later. It might be in that arena. But it's something that, that draws you to it and, and, and it's touching your soul, it's touching your, your body, something that's drawing you to it that, that, that you enjoy. And it's saying, come on over here, I got something. Remember, it's been a long time. Now, understanding, there are times you got to take breaks. you got to get balances. you got to say, you know what, this is my me time. <clears throat> but when your me time turns from an hour, or it turns from a day, or turns from that into weeks and months, then, then that me time, something happened. Something that missed it. Okay, I'm not against you having a balance. I'm probably one of the most out-of-balance people that you all know. Okay? But... Everybody has to find their own balance to walk according to that grace and that is sufficient for them to walk with. But don't get caught up in it to the point that it now begins to pull you back to where you're coming out of. He does not perceive that they originate with the evil spirit. They originate. Satan is all the while trying to tempt you, seduce you, trick you up. 
That's his job. He's still killing, destroy. He's only 24-7, 365 and a quarter. Why are you sleeping? Satan is trying to attack you. Then I woke up sometime in the middle of the night, just going off in tongues. And one day I woke up in the middle of the night, and I saw something just jumping across the room, and it just ran. Satan is all the while trying to get you however he can. He does not perceive that they originate with the evil spirit. He instead construes them to be from God. And thus he unknowingly comes to dwell in a sensuous world where his spirit is drowned in the soul. Okay, wait a minute. So he's perceiving that these joyful experiences come from God. So now, let's look at that a little bit. God might give you some sensations, allow you to experience some things that are good, that are holy. Satan acknowledges that. I'm going to give you an easy example. Everybody sing. Somebody jump up, the Holy Spirit hit them, they jump up and round around in church. Okay. But then when it gets to the point that they're doing it every week at a certain time when the pastor says a certain word, that ain't the Holy Spirit, people. Yeah, that that done now. Okay, about ten twenty, Sister Brian, yeah, she got about a minute. Pastor says, Okay, time for the communion. Oh, that she shows you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, that ain't the Holy Spirit, people. So again, you just begin to recognize these. Nine times out of ten. Just from my personal experiences, when the Holy Spirit moves, I say there are principles involved as far as the basic steps, but the details are normally different. The principles are the same, but the way that he has you to approach them are normally different. Even when when T.D. was talking about naming the Syrian today, I got to come from... My town to your town, I can't even talk to the king. I go to the prophet's house, and he tells me to go bathe in these dirty waters. God, besides say God got jokes, <laughs> but God has his reasons for why he does things, and majority of times is to put your flesh down so that he can get the glory and have you to come in submission to him. So he might have you doing odd and strange things, to get and to keep your attention and make you recognize that I'm the one that's in charge. I'm the HGIC. I'm the head God in charge. I caught y'all on that one. Ha! He does not perceive that they originate with the evil spirit. He instead construes them to be from God, and thus he unknowingly comes to dwell in a sensuous world where the spirit is drowned in the soul. Believers may additionally be deceived and their spirit accordingly descend into the soul when they do not understand the position of Christ. The Holy Spirit indwells the child of God to manifest the enthroned Christ to him. The book of Acts, Ephesians, and Hebrews speak very plainly on the position of Christ in heaven today. Because of his ignorance, however, the Christian looks within to find him. He wishes to be united with the Christ who is in him. Hence, his spirit cannot ascend above the clouds, but rather is oppressed and tumbles into the solar realm. Father God, he's not recognizing where he's at, where Christ is at. He's not recognizing that Christ is above, and I need to go to where he's at. I'm still trying to get caught up in where I'm at. 
And in doing that, he's cutting off the power of God. Can y'all hear me? Anybody there to hear me? Yes, I'm here. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, just trying to make sure. Because sometimes technical things happen and I'm unaware of them. So that's why I just ask it. Okay. All these operations tempt the individual to live in his feelings rather than in his spirit. He needs to know that before he becomes spiritually and actual before he becomes spiritual and actually walks in the spirit, the enemy is not compelled at that time to resort to counterfeit. Wait a minute. Okay, hold up. He said the enemy is not even going to try to do this. You know, it would be a waste of his time and energy. I, I'm not going to try to give you a counterfeit because you don't even know, you haven't even met the real thing yet. Because he recognized first comes salvation, then filling of your spirit. Well, salvation, filling of your spirit, and then deliverance. Again, these are these are the ways you know that 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 that, that processes work. You can't get your spirit filled if you ain't saved. You can be saved, but your spirit not filled. You need deliverance. Okay? So now, if you have not had yet a real spiritual experience, say, now, you know, you ain't even worth my time. You're definitely a carnal Christian. So he doesn't even try to send a counterfeit when you haven't even touched on the real thing yet. He needs to know that before he becomes spiritual and actually walks in the spirit, the enemy is not compelled at that time to resist the counterfeit. But after the person has experienced the pouring of the Holy Spirit power into his spirit, he faces a new world never before encountered. And just here is the cause for alarm, for the enemy will work to induce him to cease abiding in the spirit. If he succeeds, the believer will incur great loss. The tactic of the adversary is to deceive him through the feelings of the soul and body and to thinking these are spiritual experiences for him to enjoy. So once you've experienced some physical, again, I'm a perfect example. Holy Spirit hits, hits, hits mama, mama A, and she jumps up and screams and shouts. Now Mama A feels she got to do that every time the pastor says it's time for communion or it's time to do this. That, that, no, 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 that's, that's a counterfeit. That's your feelings. Now, I want you all to listen to this part here. Many who have entered into spiritual living should meet defeats because of their ignorance of its laws. The enemy ferments within them all sorts of physical sensations and supernatural experiences. Should they lean on these supernatural phenomena or on other sensational occurrences which come from the outside, their life and the spirit will be obstructed. That is exactly why you will hit a cold, a dry place in your walk. That is exactly why you will come to a point. Again, God being God, he knows what needs to be done to get you to where he needs you to be. But at some point in your walk, you won't hit a point where you go, God, are you there? God, I, I, I don't hear you. I don't feel you. God, are you working? Are you even listening to me? You're going to hit a point in your walk, and you're going to say, you know what? Then am I missing it? Did I, I do something wrong? Or maybe I'm on the wrong path? 
you're going to start turning and all your mind is going to begin running astray, array, awry, whatever you want to call it. And you, you're going to be like, and you're just going to struggle. You're going to struggle. It's going to hurt. And it's going to feel like you're not hearing and, 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 and you're not. This is the reason why. He's got to get you out of your feelings. He's got to get you out of these joyful supernatural experiences because when you're there, you got to learn how to turn to the Word. you got to learn how to go to the Word, and then the Word will give you that strength. The Word will give you that stuff. You're going to find whatever need that you need in the Word, and it's going to get you out of your emotions. It's going to get you out of your feelings. It's going to get you out of what you thought. See, he's got to get you out of yourself. And so when you're in those dry places, nothing else is going to work. And then you're going to finally get a point. You're going to get to that word, and it's going to give you comfort for that moment or for that day. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being real. It might just be for that moment, but eventually it'll be for that, I mean for that day, but it'll get you to that, with that moment. And then you're going to wake up tomorrow, it's going to be the same thing. Really? Really? And you're going to have to get into that word again and get what you need, and it's going to carry you. And you're going to find yourself constantly hitting these dry places, hard places, and, and, and I don't know it, but you're going to find yourself going to the Word constantly, and God's going to continue to feed you. See, this is when your spirit's getting fed. This is when you're really, it's really getting down deep inside. Because, see, from there, now this is the transformation, because now it's beginning to get deep inside of you, and, it's, and you're finding yourself pressing on when you would have quit. You find yourself finding the strength to endure for one more day. You find the ability when all hell was against you that you found a peace that gave you sense and understanding so you can walk in accordance with the things you needed to do. And it's all going to come from the Word. It's not going to come from how you feel. It's not going to come from what you see. It's not going to come from none of that. You're going to get fortified within from the Word of God. He's got to train you to get to that point because you cannot walk by your emotions, by your feelings, by these sensations. All those things are a beautiful thing, but His Word will never come back to Him void. But you got to get to the point that you understand it and walk accordingly. I think I'll just keep reading. Many who have entered to spiritual living to meet defeats because of the ignorance of his laws. The enemy permits within them all sorts of physical sensations and supernatural experiences. Should they lean on these phenomena or on other sensational occurrences which come from the outside, their life and the spirit will be obstructed. They will dwell in their outward soul or body while their innermost spirit is denied the power to cooperate with God. Naturally, soul and body once again ascend regain their forfeited authority, and submerge the spirit completely. While the spirit is submerged, its senses are rendered inoperative. When this occurs, many spiritual Christians feel they have lost their spirit. Soul and body occupy such a large place that the entire being can live by the sensations. Man's sensory organs replace the operation of the spirit. The movements of the spirit are buried beneath the powerful sensations of the soul and body. 
and eventually all spiritual life and work are completely terminated. If such a condition is permitted to last for very long, the believer has fallen terribly indeed. He may perhaps be possessed by the evil spirit. Whatever we, whatever happened that allowed our spirit to be submerged, we let it stay there. In the word of God, he tells you that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you know that it's okay? You can, When you're feeling in those dry places and those hurting places, you can go run to God and say, God, you said in your word that you would never leave me and forsake me. You might have to do it again and again and again. His word is not going to come back to him void. Again, but he's got to get you out of that. See, when you're doing that, you're walking in the word. You're letting the word grow up inside you and you're feeding your spirit. But when your spirit becomes submerged because you did not get beyond your senses, your soul and your flesh are taking over authority and, and, and your spirit is submerged. And that's what happens. And if it continues in the state, then the evil spirit can possess you. That's what he's saying. Everything, therefore, which is capable of impairing the spirit, spirit to consciousness must be denied. We must shun wild laughter, bitter crying, and every other extreme outburst of physical emotion. The body should be kept in perfect calm. <laughs> I'm struggling with that one. We must reject inordinate supernatural or natural sensations, for these propel the mind to follow the body and not the spirit. Never allow anything to hinder us from understanding the small, still throb of the spirit. You can never get beyond the point where you can't hear that still, small voice of Jesus. You must always be able to whatever. Like I say, I, you know, like I say, you know, you, that, that, that green light on, on, on all our electrical devices, that's the, you're always connected to God at some point. So even if he needs to say hello, speak to me, you can hear that still, small voice. Because the soul, when the spirit begins to sink, surrounds it and reduces it to servitude, the child of God must learn how to keep his spirit continuously outgoing, never permitting it to stagnate. For unless the spirit sallies forth to attack Satan, Satan unquestionably will attack his spirit and cause it to sink. Did you hear that? Unless you attack him, he's going to attack you and overthrow you. So you can't even afford to sit there going, well, it's okay. No, hell no, it ain't okay. You have to get in a position where sometimes in your walk, you got to be offensive-minded. The devil is. Satan unquestionably will attack his spirit and cause it to sink. Only as our spirit is flowing out is the Holy Spirit equally able to flow out of his life. The moment anyone turns in on himself and sets his spirit to stink, sinking, the torrential flow of the believer, the divine spirit immediately stops. He uses the believer's spirit as his channel for the flowing out of God's life. A Christian needs to determine what has caused the spirit to slump and then must restore it to his original state. As soon as he discovers a leak in the power of the spirit, he must try to redeem the situation at once. And that is our lesson for today. Y'all need a song to play or something, because I know y'all going to like, mm.
Comments, criticism, conclusions. Anything anybody got to say going once? Anybody got anything to say going twice? All righty then. All right, prayer request. Nobody want to touch it this morning. <laughs> no, I guess not. Oh, you got something you want to say? Okay. Nope. Prayer request. Anybody got any prayer requests? You can pray for me, please. Okay. 
Pam, Pam, Pam. Randy to go say she to go say she go randy to go under the gun to the gun to the go say she to go under the casa. Randy to go say she to go say she go randy to go under the gun to the go say around the casa. Hara, yep, yep, yep. I think I prayed for you the other day. Straighten the spirit and you end up having a headache. Is that correct? You know it is. Mm, okay. I just got to remind myself. I get confused sometimes. I just want to make sure it's clear. So. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you got something smart to say. You're just holding it in right now. You know I do. Father God, Lisa, would you pray for Pam, please? Hmm? I got a cookie in my mouth. Just mouth. That's chilling, and you trying to, mm-mm, you ain't right. <laughs> no, I actually was cooking. I had the phone on mute because I was cooking in the kitchen. So every time you ask me a question, I got to run out the kitchen and go in the living room to where my phone is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you said what I first said? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Give me one second. Trying to get it together to find out the water line. Hold on. Hold on. I hate to mess up the flow, y'all. But, I, you know, mm-hmm. I had a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pam, 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 I'm religion, Pam, who is a mighty, mighty warrior of God. This morning, we just ask that you just reveal, that's the word, reveal, 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 reveal all that which you have laid down in her spirit. Please reveal, reveal, reveal all that she is called to do. But do so in your own divine timing because we know that you will not need her more than she can stomach at once. We just ask that you just hold her hand, keep her close to you, continue to whisper in her ear so that she can hear you constantly because you have so much to say to her. She is getting stronger and he can hear it. She's getting stronger and stronger by the day. She's starting to feel and to hear you and to trust and be more obedient by the day. Those old things. That old stuff is slowly becoming passed away, and she is becoming a totally new creature. She is being rehabbed right now, and we just thank you for the opportunity to be here and fellowship with her while that change is taking place. And so we just ask that you just continue to show her, continue to show her what it is that you will have her and you continue to show her who she is in you so that she is clear, so that there is no mistake concerning her assignment, concerning her calling, her purpose, and her destiny. And we just ask you cover her, surround her with people who are going to do nothing but encourage her, nothing but push her to excellence, nothing but encourage her to walk in. And as she does that, 
Again, we just ask that you guard her spirit, that you guide her heart, and that you just continue to give yourself to her piece by piece as she gives herself to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You want me to pray for you, Pam? Why you asking like that? Ask some questions. It wasn't the question. It was the way you asked the question. Oh. We talked about tone yesterday, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Even though we're talking about it again today. Mm-hmm. So you want me to pray for you, Pam? Sure, I'm not scared. Oh, okay. All right. No. Oh, beautiful thing, because, you know, God wouldn't do nothing to hurt you. Yeah, but you might. I'm sorry. Okay, you know, I was out. That question was there. Like, would you? I had to do it. I had to do it. The opportunity was just. Okay. You just read my mind. Like, would you? That was a, you know what? That was a good one. Don't be mad. You know that was a good one. But and I'm glad you brought that point out. That's exactly why I'm gonna pray in the spirit. That way, I ain't got nothing to do with it. Oh, 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 Jesus! Oh, you do know that the bus driver gets blamed even if the bus malfunctions. That's in the natural world. He might even lose his job. Hey, I, I wouldn't mind getting fired from this job. So I think I'll pray in the spirit then. Oh, you better stop your stuff. Good morning, folks. What's up, Nick? Good morning. Doing okay. Good you morning. Doing? <laughs> you see your people not acting right this morning. <laughs> go on with my prayer, Mr. Fowley. Okay, I'll go ahead and pray for you. The bus driver's pulling off from the stop. Mm. And amen. How you feeling, Pam? I'm still here. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. All righty then. Pam, you know I'm still riding off that one you did the other day. No. I said I'm still riding off that one you did the other day. You don't have to um when we get the when we get the brick and mortar church. Um <laughs> when we get the brick and mortar wherever it's gonna be in the Bahamas, wherever wherever we gonna lay our roots, you know, Tahiti, Puerto Rico, whatever it's gonna be. Wherever that is, you're gonna have to uh be the leader of the prayer praise and worship prayer team. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I, I'm just listening. Mm-hmm. That, that that was your addendum. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Okay, Sister Lisa. Well, mm-hmm. huh? what you said, Sister what? Sister Lisa. Oh, I thought you said Sister Deacon. My wife. He's out there. My uncle's going to be in the back. By the uh, back, you're going to run out real. By the door. By the door. Uh-huh. And we're going to put a seat. With your name on it in the front row. Oh! Like, this is the least of seats. Nobody can hear. I'm going to be sitting right there with my hands on my, sitting on my hands the whole time. Now, you can sit next to her, but you cannot sit in that seat. That's kind of cool. And I don't mind the idea of having my own personal seat. It just needs to be in the back. Mm-mm. You got to be front and center. Oh, Jesus. I'm telling y'all, I managed to make it all these years. What thing you never know when you might be called on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Need to see you quickly. Mm. You may say, Sister mm. Lisa, I need you to pray for this person. Man, I'm you don't wanna have to search. You don't want to have to search over all the heads trying to find you. I won't be able to miss my head. <laughs> Ooh, no pun intended, but I won't. Don't be able to miss this big old honey crisp apple I got sitting on my shoulder. Mm, that's because you're going to be sitting in your seat right there, front and center. You're just going to look on over at Huh? Sitting on my hand. <laughs> As long as you're sitting there, sister. As long as you're sitting there. All right, well. But I will have an alternative seat by the door in the back. Right by the <laughs> usher. I'll be helping them pass our program. <laughs> and then the usher going to escort you to your seat. Oh. Mm-mm. Because I'm, I'm a, an assistant like a flat What you say? I say that if you sit in the front, nobody has to look over your head. No, I'm sitting mm-hmm. in the back. Nobody has to look over my head. Now, if you're in the front, front, nobody has to be moving around to try to see over your head. Y'all know I ain't doing that one. <laughs> telling you, I got a record to keep up. Mm-hmm. You're going to be chosen. I'm already chosen. That's why I'm on the line. I know you're going to be chosen to sit in the front. Well, 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 if it's just going to be us, then that might be okay. <laughs> It'd just be like the 10 to 12 of us, <laughs> then I can do it. Be like the past to have a special seat just for you. <laughs> yeah, but you know how that is. I got to pay for it. Y'all probably make me pay. What's your donation? You got to pay for this seat. How much for the building fund? Hey. Certain amount you got to pay for the building fund, honey. We're going to put the name on the library. Oh, for free? Oh, for free. We'll put your name on it for free. Okay, but I still have to, I still have to pay to actually get the seat, but you'll engrave it for free. Oh, we'll engrave it for free, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I appreciate that. Moved and I'm touched by your <laughs> generosity. 
Yes, you are touched. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. You can go and do the prayer because we didn't delay it enough. I tried to help my sister out. No, but uh, your delay is over. <laughs> What did you say there? I said her. I was, trying to, I was trying to help her with a little delay because I know that she might have been feeling a little angst. But uh, the time has, has drawn nigh. <laughs> time is drawn nigh. So it's time. It's time. In other words, you can't start praying for somebody else. No, 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 no. You. Me what? You never got yours from him. Oh, yes, he did. He did in the spirit. He did? Yep. Oh. So oh. that I couldn't blame him for what he said. Oh, I didn't know it already took place. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Oh. Okay. Okay, I'm going to pray for Reba next. You ain't got a problem with that. All righty. And she don't get no mercy either. She don't get no who? Mercy. Because <laughs> you knew. You get no mercy because you knew. Oh, you knew. Okay, been eating and drinking this morning. Okay, I'm going to talk about me. I've been cutting up this morning. Mm-hmm. Look, Spitfire. I don't know. I really don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You paying for that front seat. (laughs) 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 Father alone. (laughs) Okay. All right. right, It's time for Reba's prayer, dear. Can you calm down for a minute? I'm making, I'm just making eggs. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm good. You ready, Miss Reba? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, she ain't. Anyway. Haram Boryan Daraka, Sandaraka, and Daraka, 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 and Horumbo Yarakandaka, Horumbrashi to go say there. Yes, 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 Father. Praise your name. We glorify you, Holy Spirit. Your daughter, your daughter, your daughter, your daughter, your daughter, your daughter, Yadakadakodaka. She's beginning to touch you, Father, and you're beginning to touch her, Lord. You're going deeper inside of her, Father, and you're feeding her, Lord. She's just like a dry sponge who found a place of water. She's just soaking it up. She's soaking up your presence. She's soaking up your word, your anointing. She's soaking up you, Father. Continue to fill her. Saturate her with your life, God. Mm, mm, mm. Let the word begin to overflow inside of her through in all aspects of her life, Father, so she can begin to rise up and do the works you called her to do, Lord. Break the yokes and the bondages that have been keeping her, holding her down, Father. She's your daughter, and she loves you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.
right, who's next? Next, 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 all right, Marshmallow. Oh, Fat Cheeks. That's my next one. That's my new name for us, Fat Cheeks. Okay. Ha, bora, boy. She'd have got Sunday to go say, she'd have got say, she'd have gone running to go say, she'd have gone running to go side of Gadara, 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 Father God, open up her heart to receive. And there's some hard things that you want her to have. She's kind of not really quite at the point to ready to receive them. But, Lord, you're kind of working up there, Lord. There's some things that she needs to see and deal with that she kind of like, nah, man, you know, that, that hesitancy, Lord. Just continue to love on her, Lord. Just continue to love her through things, Lord, as the word is beginning to rise up inside of her. Continue to give her what she needs, Lord, so she will just continue to walk towards you and not draw back. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Who next? My daughter, Tisa. Tisa. Tisa, Tisa, Tisa. Yes, Father God, open her eyes and her heart, Lord. Show her, Father. See, Lord, she she's not quite understanding how to walk being led by the Spirit. She sees things in the natural, but, Lord, there are things that you want to reveal to her through the Spirit. So, Holy Spirit, show her how the mm, discernment needs to begin to rise up inside of her. Show her, Father, so she can begin to see as you see. Show her, Father, so you can begin to take her down the avenues and the lanes you want her to walk. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Shanice. Courage, young woman of God. Be encouraged. Don't don't let the enemy just defeat you so easily. Be encouraged. Learn to stand on God's word and seek his word out and what the Holy Spirit is telling you. Be encouraged. Just because you received a no does not mean it is so. Be encouraged and trust God. Be encouraged and walk according to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Be encouraged, woman of God. Be encouraged and stand firm in those things that God wants you to stand on. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Okay, uh, the baby, Miss Nyla. Miss Enyla? Enyla. Enyla. Yeah? Enyla. <laughs> <laughs> Can she hear me? Oh, well, the baby, she's still asleep. Oh, okay, that's fine. The sweet spirit, such a sweet, sweet spirit, Lord. A sweet spirit, Father. A sweet spirit, Father. A sweet spirit, Father. Cover and keep her. Cover and keep her. Cover and keep her. Amen.
Amen. Okay, you can do me. All right. Time to pray for Renee, head of the household. Boko rombo shike yanda randa kasoko rombo shande de kose de kose de kose de kose de kose de kose de kosaka horombo shike kasande de kasande de kasak. Ooh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Ooh, Jesus. Harambrande kese. Yes, yes, yes. Harambrande de kasa. I praise your name, Father, that you work in this woman of God. Continue to cause shiftings and stirrings to come across her life. Let your word rise up inside of her, Father. Let it not come back to her void, come back to you void, Lord. Let your word rise up inside of her, Father, as you're teaching her how to walk according to your leadership, as you're teaching her with the discernment that is needed so she can recognize your voice amongst her own and amongst the enemies, Lord. Impart inside of her those things, Lord, as you divide spirit, soul, and body. Divide that separated and clean, distinct parts. And let her begin to get an understanding of each one. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 All righty then. Okay, uh, Sam, would y'all still pray for my mom? She's still coming, coming your way or what? Um, she's supposed to be coming this way in May. Oh, okay. And that's to stay, right? No, it's just a visit. Oh, okay, okay. That's cool. All right. Brandy to go say, Father God, I want to pray for the family. Yet go her mom and the sister. Yet go Brandy to go say she to go down to Caraca. Brandy to go to the Gandhi 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 to go say she to Granda to Gasa to go to the Gasa to go Saka. Yandy to go to the Gandhi to go to the Gandhi to go to the Gandhi to go say she to go to the Grumbranda, Gasa to go to Daka. Yandy to go to the Gandhi to go to Roshi to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go around to go down a high Yarakandi to go sa. She to go say Sharakada. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Who next? Let me go check my phone in case somebody sent me a text message. If I ain't got no text messages, then you next, Lisa. I ain't saying nothing. I want to get sent to the principal's office. Mm, girl, you stay in the principal's office. Matter of fact, yo, you got a whole office with your name on it right next to you. Hey, come on over here, Miss Butler. We've been waiting on you. You got here kind of late today. You must have been good. I take exception. Uh-huh. You take what? <clears throat> okay. I said I take exception to that. Oh, uh, yeah, you exception. All right, exceptional. You can pray for me. Victoria. You can pray for me, sir. All right, all right. Aricia. Aricia. You need to get on the phone. 
Watch out, asking for prayer too. And I'm like, you need to get on the phone. What you buying me? Which on the Dollar Tree? I got you. Baby, baby, I need something to drink, some munchies, and you can get him some soap. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't right for that. Mm. Uh, and some borax soap, you know, that little strong old fashioned. And is that what you use under your armpits? Oh, 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 no. oh! I didn't know that it took all that for you to wash under your arm. Oh, and it's the same one that you use for a mouthwash, dear. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little dry. <laughs> well, oh, you know, I, mm. And then, before we done, and I want to reach and pray for me, and I'll tell her regarding what. Well, I'll tell everybody what's regarding what, but I want to reach and pray for me. Anyway, okay, so I'm back to what I was talking about. Um, pray for Erica. Drive, 
know, an apostle is one who goes around planting churches and things in, for, in order for them to grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to tone. Did y'all hear that tone? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so maybe you know, hence the release from the job. Oh, oh no, she didn't. Oh no, oh, she didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you oh, do not oh. give her my address. Do not give oh. her my address. <laughs> y'all already got your phone number. Oh. Uh-huh. I'm saying you said it earlier. When you minister to others, you minister to yourself. Uh-uh. Oh, that nickel in there. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, huh? What, huh? What is going on right now? Is this a double, triple team or something? I'm just trying. To, I need to understand. I'm getting <laughs> Mm. Um, okay, dear, so I'm going to finish praying for you. <laughs> Father God, mm. well, maybe, you know. Mm. Oh, Jesus, really? And see, now we got to go back here. Then that's just so coincidental that Lisa was talking about the back seat and the front seat. That was Pam and Lisa. See, Yellow stubborn behind, don't want to get up out that back seat. So God gonna take you the seat. <laughs> you talking about Lisa or Erica? I'm talking about Erica. <laughs> you gonna be sitting in the seat. All the ushers gonna grab you, pick you up while you sitting up there. And you gonna have your arms folded like. <laughs> because see, the thing is, you too scared to move. <laughs> And you're too stubborn to move. I ain't going nowhere. I'm in the. I'm doing this. I ain't going. God said, "Fine, I got you where I need you to go." Bam. He gonna have everything, and he said he takes you from the back into the front and gonna plant you there. Mm. Mm. Not place. <clears throat> well, seeds have to be planted in order for them to grow. So he's gonna plant you there by a river of many waters so that you can begin to grow and flourish all those who are coming to you to get your fruit. Ooh, and I'm done. Ooh, and then you're going to make it pretty for you at the end. Thank you, Thank you. Ooh, anybody else want to pray for Erica? <laughs> so what you trying to say, Sam? What you trying to say? Right now, I'm thinking my life where I need layman's terms. Oh, layman's terms, well, see, because you're so blessed and you got so many talents and skills and things that God is growing up inside of you, he's not going to let them lay dormant. So he's going to position you where he needs you to be, not where you want to go. And you can't help but do because it's inside of you. Again, you're so stubborn that you don't want to go nowhere, but you're so obedient that you're scared to move. So God is going to put you, if he's got to take you and plant you in front of everybody else, like she said, you're sitting in that seat in the back of the church, in front of everybody, he's going to grab that chair and put it up in the front. Say, now this is what I have ordained. Now everybody knows it's going to be a move of God, so they're going to be too scared to touch with it, but they also need what you have, so they're going to be drawn to you, Latasha, and they ain't going to be able to help themselves. And you're, because there's so much within you, even you when you don't want, just like I talked about with Jesus. 
Jesus in the other day when he was trying to talk to his disciples, but yet and still the Holy Spirit pulled him to go another direction. It's so much is in you. You're not going to be able to help yourself but to give the people what they know, want because it's inside of you and you're capable and able and in a position to give them what is needed. Was that good enough for you, dear? Apostle? Oh, oh. In training? Oh, oh. I can't take another couple of weeks of vacation. <laughs> look, look, he already told him you was going back. That's what I'm saying. I thought mm-hmm. I was going back too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, here she coming. That's why you're losing your job. Oh, <laughs> I oh, thought I was going no back. All back. I'm saying is, sometimes we think it's gonna happen one way. Mm-hmm. And you see, it's too much later, and I'm still sitting here eating grits at nine forty-eight. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, uh oh. Mm. Any anything else you want me to explain in layman's turn, dear? But wait a minute. Let me tell you what's really interesting. If she's going to be in training, I wonder who's going to be training, Pastor. <laughs> the Holy Spirit. <laughs> nah. She needs a man for Yes, Anyway, I'm just saying. Oh, now we're going to start past the issue. All right, see, Fanny's at a job, and she got, you know, she's on a set time, so I got to pray for her while I can get in there. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope your grits are hot. But anyway. Mm-mm. Actually, you shouldn't. Anyway, Fannie Marie, first of all, um, actually what you spoke yesterday regarding me is pretty much confirmed some things that I – so I, I just wanted to tell you that, yes, you heard, and yes, you are correct. It confirms some things and some directions that are going on in my life. So I just wanted to tell you that um, on that note. Um, hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're seeing and hearing more keener and sharper discernment is getting better. You're even getting a greater understanding of listening to his spirit, separating it from your soul and your flesh. You too are in training. I'm not quite sure for exactly what, but you already knew that you too are not quite sure for exactly what. So you're getting ready to do something you're just not sure, but you know you need you need to do this. Just like like you had your son take everything out of the trunk of your car, and the next day you stopped and got a new car, and it wasn't even on your agenda. Mm. It's kind of that same way. God is preparing you for get somewhere. He's getting ready to take you to. You just continue to be obedient and listen to that voice and let Him tweak and grow those things up inside of you so that you can be, walk and use them even more readily. The Holy Spirit is enabling. And keeping you where you need to be kept at as his word is rising up inside of your life. Trust in all that he's showing you and pull not back and you'll be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 I just want to swear too. Oh, she, she with you or she on the phone? 
she with me and she can hear you. Oh, what's up, Punch Punch? Hey. The Birmingham girl. She didn't want to hear that. <laughs> They're trying to send her to Nashville now. All righty. All right, let's pray for Miss Punch. Shit, I got shit, I got under the gun, 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 under Coming back again as you're obedient, Erica, and doing what you need to do is a direct result on your family. Now, because you're rising up and going and, and God is moving you, look at what's going on with your daughter. Mm. Now they both look looking at you. You know what? He's really getting on my nerves right now. So you too, Punch, you just seek God's voice. You too be obedient to what he's calling you to do. You two continue to be persevering, and now that is an area I think that you kind of struggle with, that perseverance, and, and especially when things are new and different. You might tend to go back into your old ways you know, because, because of fear, because of uncertainty. That, see, it's at those moments, that's when you need to pray harder, seek harder, trust. Well, okay, you can't trust God harder if you're not praying harder, putting more word inside of you, and those things, because, see, you can't trust God. You, okay, let me say this. You don't need to trust God in, in you. You need to trust God through your spirit. So in order for you to trust God more, you need to eat more of his word, keep more of his presence around, and that's going to build up your spirit, man, which will be a natural allowance of you trusting more and walking in accordance with what God has for you to do. So just continue to be obedient and diligent about the things that the Lord is telling you to do, as well as those natural things that you need to do, and you're going to continue to rise up and be overcomer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Who's next? Well, if ain't nobody next, I guess it's time for the Grits Lady. Mm, she had all that mouth before. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Hmm? Oh, now she's now she quiet. Hmm? I was just getting ready to tiptoe to the bathroom, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. You there, Grits Lady? Mm-hmm. Oh, now she's like, mm, I ain't going, I ain't scared. Okay, well, take your good swallow because I need you to repeat after me. <laughs> you drinking Mountain Dew with grits? I drink Mountain Dew with everything. Oh, oh my. I told I got a problem. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I come on, baby. Everything. Baby. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Shut up. Silly. Ah, 
my Lord. <laughs> yeah, I can't, because I can't afford drugs or nothing like that. That's too expensive. So I got to be Mountain Dew. You can get a six-pack for $3. Now, no, I'm going to be quiet. I was about to say something, but anyway. <clears throat> you ready, dear? Yes. Okay. Father God, today, today, I submit myself to you. I submit myself to you. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't understand it all. I don't understand it all. My knees might be knocking. My knees might be knocking. My head might be shaking. My head might be shaking. But my soul is saying yes. But my soul is saying yes. My spirit is saying yes. My spirit is saying yes. I am submitting myself. I am submitting myself. To follow you. To follow you. I'm asking. I'm asking. And giving you full permission. And giving you full permission. To do those great. To do those great. And mighty works. And mighty works. Within me. Within me. That need to be done. That need to be done. So that I can begin to rise up. So that I can begin to rise up in the fullness, in the fullness of whom you called me to be. Whom you called me to be. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Boro bosheke de yorombaka shandeke yorombuka rande de kosara kanda da 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 kanda moro sheke ararokosaka moro mboshere rabakara komba Mukushiki Chandrosa mm, there 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 move boo that's it that's it that's it that's it that's it that I can't let it go when I tell you to cough cough okay Harambad there it goes there it go Father God move at your at the way that you desire to move that go that Holy Spirit heal deliver correct Yarakaza and pull out those things that need not be there Father God, in the name of Jesus, now wrap your lasso, your Holy Spirit, around those entities that you are now desiring to pull out of her life. And we're going to condemn them to the dry places. Father God, wrap your spirit around them. They cannot hide. They can't go nowhere because you say it's now time. Mm. I command you to release her right now in the name of Jesus. I take the anointing of God and pour it over her head. I take his word and begin to penetrate ah, inside of her, severing that from her, which God does not need to be there anymore. Now, I command you to release her and cast you to the dry places in Jesus' name. Now, just begin to cough. Just begin to cough. Just keep coughing. Just keep coughing because it got to come out of you. God said it's time, and this is. Oh, and you submitted. Mm-hmm. She submitted. She submitted. 
She submitted in her heart and with her mouth. She submitted in her heart and with her mouth, and God gave the commandment, and I say release her right now in the name of Jesus. You can't reside in her no longer. Now, now, thank you, Father. Send your angels. Send your angels and begin to pull them out of her. Mm. Send your angels begin to pull them. Ah! Ah! Oh, Jesus! Oh, send your angels, Lord, and begin to release her. Begin to release her, Father. Send your angels, Lord, as the word of God is doing a great and mighty work inside of her. Send your angels as you're freeing her, Lord, so she can be free indeed. As you're pulling that out of her, send your angels, Lord, so she won't be bound anymore. Carrying those hurts, those pains, take those fiery darts out of her, Lord. Ho, ho, pull those darts out of her, Lord. Those things that's been holding her back, that's been keeping her burden and been holding her down, pull them out of her right now in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, set her free, Father, as your precious Holy Ghost anointed blood is healing her. Set her free, Father, as it's pulling them out of her, Lord. Set her free, Father, as your word is now filling those voids. There it is. As I get the residue out. Get the residue out. Break off those talons. Break off those things that the enemy's been crawling inside her. Break them off of her and pull out the points. Leave nothing behind. Clean the walls with your blood. Clean the walls. Ah, ah, get out of her now. Release her now in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out of her now. I command you to come out of her now. Keep coughing. I need you to cough. 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 Let me hear you cough. I need you to 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 cough. Just let this out of you. I need there it is. Get it out of you. I need you to let this go. We're casting it to the dry places. No, no, that snake. That snake. That snake. I see you. I see you. Cut the head off. Cut the head off it. Cut now. Ah, there it is. It's dying. It can't live inside you more. That snake. Pull all of that out of her. That's it, Lord. Get all of that out of her. Oh, that serpent. That serpent that's been suffocating her, Lord. Pull that out of her. No more venom. No more venom. Pull all of that out of her. Ah, there it is. That's been suffocating her. Yes, yes. Get it off of her. Father, it's been wrapping her arms around her, it's been clouding her mind, her judgment. Get it out of her. That's it, Lord. Lucy, it will not come back. You cannot come back to her. She's covered in the blood of Jesus. She's an anointed child of God. She's an anointed child of God. I command you to cease and desist. Holy Spirit, would you send your warring angels to cleanse her? Would you send your warring angels to cleanse that environment? Cut off all that enemy. Cut off everything the enemy is designing to do. As we cast these to the dry place, I'm asking you to send your warring angels now to begin to wage war upon this child of God. Begin to wage war upon this child of God. That's it. Get all of that out of her. God has ordained it, and now is the time. No more foolishness. No more confusion. No more perverseness. All perversion. Perversion. See, I got you. I got you. Yeah, you right there. I got you. You thought you was hiding, but you've been hiding behind hurt and disappointment and those wounds. See, God is addressing, though. God is addressing all of that because he's restoring his relationship with his daughter. He's restoring that. You're gonna you're losing your ground, perversion. You're losing your ground, perversion. No longer, ha ha. Now you can't hide anymore. God said I need her to be sane and sound and kept in me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Continue to cleanse her and keep us safe in you, Father God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
Amen. All righty. How you feeling, Miss Lisa? What'd you say, dear? I'm doing fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, those things, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's amazing how the spiritual where you are, people don't understand that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Please pray for my baby, Marissa. Please pray for my baby, Marissa. I tried to hear her. On the phone, but I think that she is probably already in class. Okay. I'll pray for Marissa and her, and her apartment dwelling. And pray, and pray for, um, specifically the spirit of God, I want to pray for Marissa, her roommates, and the whole theater department. Father God, mm-hmm. saying to God, just pray, pray, pray right now as I pray. Thank you. Just pray right now. Father God, continue to move in their lives. Continue to move in their hearts. Continue to bless them abundantly. Let your word begin to rise up inside of us. See, right now, Lord, Marissa, say, Lord, she's a say. So, Father God, you got something to work with inside of her, Lord. She say, Lord, let that light begin to shine inside of her. Let that anointing begin to rise up inside of her. As you bless her abundantly. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, anybody else? My daughter Raquel Wilson and Gabrielle Wilson. Draw them closer to you, Father. Draw them closer to you, Father. Randraka, Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All right. Anybody else? All right, Lisa, you still there? Yeah, sir. Okay. Give me one minute. I'm trying to get my Bible. You still coughing? Uh, it's slow down now. Okay. All right. 
right, Father God, just being obedient to what you told me to do, Lord. I have your word, which is your sword and the spirit in my hand. I'm intervening on behalf of your daughter, Lisa, who's being obedient to that which you want her to do, Lord. Father God, as I take this sword, pierce it into my own spirit, soul, and body, Lord. I'm standing a gap on behalf of your child. It is piercing her spirit, soul, and body. That's it. Oh, praise be unto God. Just begin to praise God. Just begin to praise God for all he's done in your life, Lisa. Just begin to thank him. Just begin to glory. Give him the glory. How he's rescued you, how he saved you, even in the midst of when you thought he wasn't even there, but you found out that he still is, and he still was, just begin to praise him for who he is. Glorify his holy name. Confess it out of your mouth that he's your Lord and Savior, and that you're healed, delivered, and saved and sanctified because of him. Praise it and give him the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, let me pray for these companies of people. Let me start with Ridge. Latasha, hundred go say she go say she go say she go say her candra go near the gadaka, or bracatica, sacra. Tomika, horashi to go say she go say she go say she go say she did it rather. She'll boosy keda, sedica, sacra. Wally Harden, honey got at a gander, 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 Patricia Arnold, Hoshida go say she go say she go say she go say she Sakara. Maria Mata, Shandir go say she 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 go rasa. Ram branded gasa, der gasa, she go say she go say. Woo, Jesus. Wow, Father, wow. That one there was kind of deep. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Tony Eichner, hold on, should go say, 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 step by step, man of God, step by step, don't be impatient, walking step by step, mm-hmm, I know, there's a switch for you right now, but just trust God, you're used to walking in you, now God is saying, I'm training you to walk in me, it's going to require patience and diligence, so just be patient, man of God, pull not back, trust the leadership of God, the Holy Spirit, he's retraining you right now, but trust in what he's doing, amen, and, uh, that's everybody. Anybody else need prayer? 
All right, Erica, so you know where you at. You got you? Uh huh. I'm, I'm here. I'm still sitting in my car. <laughs> but you scared to go somewhere? <laughs> Look, I made it to another destination. I'm oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. This is what I want you to um, pray for. Okay. Um, I went and met with my architect and stuff yesterday. Everything is fine. Thank God for that. So being just being quiet worked. Mm-hmm. And um, everything's uploaded. So I got that going. That's in favor. He's actually going to go with me to downtown. I still I need favor with the um, court system regarding that. But then when I came home, I got some more crap to deal with with the house. So I got that paperwork submitted. So now I need favor in order for them to allow us to rent this house so we can stay where we're at. So that's the gist of what I want you to pray for. Okay. So favor with the um, bank situation. Well, these are two different situations. With the courts. With the courts. Right. And then favor with, you know, being able to rent that, you know, you all renting the house. Correct. Okay. Thank you, dear. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you. Mm. ポトロモコシャラシテレケシタラハサラモコシテレタシャタラハシロモコシャケシタラハサラポトロモコシラポトロホシャタラカシケシャラモコシタラハキロモコシャタラケシタラハサラモコシャラケシタラハサラモコシ
I'm I'm seeing it in this manner because when God answers, that's how awestruck those that are going to witness what God does in your life in these areas, that's how the people are going to view it. Those that witness and those that are around it, they're going to be awestruck about, awestruck in how God responds and answers your prayers because you're praying, you know, with expectation and you're continuing to walk knowing that God is going to put you in a position to receive just what you ask for. And the thing is that you, um, you're not going to miss your mark because it's like these other things that are um, being, you know, thrown at you. It's almost like um, it's almost like an agitation, like some something or someone is poking and prodding you, and it it, it goes. It follows suit with what we were talking about also, I think it was yesterday or the day before, about you staying focused, about, you know, us being focused. But in particular for you, staying focused on what, you know, on you, you know, seeking God and, you know, awaiting what his response will be for you. And these other things that are coming in, they're just like poking and prodding. It's just like Satan is trying to get you off your mark. He's trying to get you to, you know, take your eye off of God and off of your prayer life and what, you know, how you've been praying and walking and standing and interceding. And so the thing is you continue to, um, you just keep your eyes focused on God and continue to, you know, stand upright in what he's telling you to do. And this is a this is a process by which you know we've talked about processes. This is a process by which this is an um somewhat like an exercise of that you you're walking you know, with a spiritual understanding with the twist of, you know, I guess having to abide by, you know, some type of carnal rules, even with those people and entities that are, you know, directing you or telling you how you have to operate. They don't even understand that, you know, God is somewhat, you know, I guess if if I say somewhat, it's like they don't even understand that God is over them. And that even though you're walking and they're, sent, you know, telling you that you need to abide by these instructions and that you need to do it this way, God is over all of them. And it, it is going to even amaze those people, those judges that, you know, probably 
feel that they're going to give a response to you in a derogatory sense, that it's going to be favorable. And they're not even going to, it's going to, you know, they're going to be awestruck by it. They're not even going to believe it. Because right about now, they're feeling and they're thinking that whatever your instructions are, that you may not even, you know, um, meet those obligations or requirements. But because they don't have the last say, they will be, you know, simply amazed in how your walk and how your, you know, trust and faith in God is going to even change what the end result will be from what they're thinking is going to be today. So today they have one way of thinking. And by the time the final, you know, say-so has been, you know, provided or given, they're going to be in. They're going to be in amazement as well. So your walk and the fact that you have that you're doing it their way, which you're really doing it God's way, it is for you to be an example to them of how God works. So, you know, the end thing is don't be weary and well-doing and stay focused. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. You was all good till you said that last one, don't be weary and well-doing. Not saying the others wasn't hitting on the mark, but good. then you're going to say don't be. In other words, keep doing what you're doing. Right. Stay in the game. Keep your head in the game. Well, I didn't say keep your head in the game. I just, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though I love you. Know, staying focused, staying focused is pretty much, you know, it's all a suit with all that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, dear Lisa. Wants you to pray for her. Thank you very, very much for your prayer. Okay. All right. Amen. Amen. Lights and walls. I'm going on mute. <laughs> Thank you, Apostle. The- Oh, 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 what did you say, prophetess? Huh? Huh? Hmm? I was thanking the um, Apostle Aretheus. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't mean you, Pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm on mute, prophetess and, and apostle in training. You know, I'm going to start looking... You know, I'm good when it applied to other people. Now I'm going to start looking up definitions. <laughs> oh, you what you on Google already? <laughs> Not yet, but I promise you, y'all keep playing. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> you know, it don't take long or much for me to do it either. Okay. Yep. Look up five-fold ministry. Mm. Oh, gosh. I had to write a whole paper on it. Amen. She said five four minutes. I'm over here praying that my daughter go to sleep. Please go figure. Why are we sitting in the car? <laughs> it's a place of peace and comfort. You know what? Forget I, I I made the statement. Go back on mute. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Well, here's the thing. And Sam talks about this a lot. Um, and I didn't realize. I, I think what it is is, uh, how can I say this? Some of the things, um, and I'm still, maybe I, I thought I was okay, but maybe some of the things that I have, it, it just seems like I'm still trying to understand sometimes why he has allowed some of the things to happen to me that he has. Like, I was I was over a lot of stuff, but then there's a lot of new stuff that I'm just finding out about, but it's so crazy. And I'm just like, really, God? So, and so I'm like, all right, I know he loves me and all of that. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know that we're square on on why he would allow the horrible something when I went through so much horrible stuff. Why would you allow the you know, why would you allow the demons to finish the job? Or what I feel like. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I don't know, I don't feel bitter. You know, I'm not angry. It's not bitterness, it's just sheer confusion, like what? And I was just getting ready to say indifferent. It's it's what 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 I'm seeing what I'm seeing is the fact that uh because of the lull, I will use the word a lull that you've mm-hmm. been in for such a long period of time mm-hmm. that now um you have started um you know taking God's extended hand to you and it uh-huh. to you spiritually things are moving so quickly. And it's somewhat taking you, you know, by surprise that in a sense it's like you want to slow down just a little bit to be able to embrace it more. And and you want it to slow down because of your level or your your thought process feeling that I can embrace it easier if it happens in certain um you know, certain time period. You know, okay. basically, it's like you're saying, you know, if this happens, you need time to adapt to the new thing that is going on in your life. But God is, things are happening, you know, quickly to you. And, and it's, you know, and it's, you know, it's going to be multifaceted. Yeah. And the way that you're going to be able to understand and be more comfortable with accepting how God is moving you through this course is that you have a deeper relationship with him. And I do, I I do, um, I mean, that would be cool. I'm not, I'm fine with that. I think, you know, what I'm working with is like, okay, so if you could imagine you're married to somebody, and you find out that been there that they cheated. Yeah, me too. And they che- you find out that they cheated on you. Right? Okay, so been there you know the person confesses. Okay, so all right, so the person you know he he or she confesses, right? And you work it out. And you go through counseling, and you know, and everything is cool, right? You're on the right track. But then you know, years later, you find out that. It wasn't even that one time or that two times you start finding out about, you know, time after time after time after time. So it's like now we got to start all over again. 
You know what I'm saying? In in a way, that's kind of what I feel happened. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I understand. I mean, I I get in my head this whole, you know, how this thing works. I got it in my head. But now I'm looking, you know, part of me is looking a little bit sideways. Like, hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Whatever, you know, whatever surprises you got. Am I going to find out I'm adopted next? Or am I going to find out? You know, I was really born a boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, what else am I going to find out? So I'm just kind of like, you know, and see, that's the thing you're worried about. You're worried about the shock, the personal shock value you have to it. And that's why, that's why it's it's very important that you're, um, that you seek God on a more intense level so that you will be able, one, to handle these things that you, in carnality, you think is a, has a shock value. But it's also for you to prepare yourself for other things and other levels that God has to, you know, desires to take you in. And see, where, and where you're indifference or disconnect is, is that how it feels to you in the flesh as a, and how it's going to affect you in the flesh as opposed to how you will prosper spiritually. So your thoughts are more fleshly than they are spiritual. And so God, want, you know, is trying to move you from being stuck in carnality. Because, yes, the things that we deal with in life, they have a, you know, um, a carnal, you know, effect and reaction. But what is more, you know, more important is what the spiritual effect is. Right. So the body, soul, and mind is going to be affected, period. But what really matters the most is how, you know, how you are are affected spiritually and how you're going to respond to it. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying, but I don't know how to get over looking sideways. Seeking God. And see, that's what I'm trying to get you to understand, the I don't knows and, you know, the the feelings of carnality and the speculations of what could come next that may slap me in the face. All of those things are the carnal things that's keeping you, I guess, at a standstill in certain areas. And to eliminate or, you know, to diminish them, you know, incrementally until they're totally gone, it requires that you, you know, have that deepened relationship with God. And so all I'm trying to tell you is, you know, it's not going to make sense to you in carnality because you're going to still try to figure out why equals what. Mm. 
and in the spirit, you once you you know once you strengthen and um, exercise your spirit and you deepen your relationship, you know, with Christ, and once you know spiritually, you get to that place of acceptance where it just is. Okay. So you're trying to make sense of everything that happens, and and a lot of what happens in the spirit, it just does happen. Because God is, you know, just, you know, omnipresent. He's omnipotent. So that's just the fact of the matter. And you're trying to prove the fact in carnality. That's what you're doing in your, you know, with your thoughts. Okay. Okay. So you and and that's why you're. It's very important that you see God, you know, more on a spiritual level, and that is, you know, deepen because you're gonna have to. What you're gonna end up coming back to is the fact that God is. Period. Well, maybe I should say God is exclamation mark. Instead of God is with a question mark. Right. And sometimes I, that crosses my mind. Sometimes I'm just like, okay. You know, because it just, I, because sometimes you're right. I do try to understand the why. And I, and I know part of that is just how I am, you know, um, understanding the why. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that that it's natural to ask that question when things happen. You know, but I just, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm doing. Is it, is it really natural to ask questions like that? It's natural. It's natural in what sense? Uh, what to ask, like, why? Let me, let me say something, and the reason I'm posing this question to you is because you, you know, God provides instruction and direction, you know. I, I can't hear you. Okay, wait a minute. Can you hear me now? Oh, yes, much better. Okay, I'm sorry. God provides instruction to us if you look at it comparable to a child and parent relationship. Oftentimes, you can't ask your father why. Something you just have to do because that is the rule. So why is not always, you know, why is something that we've grown to do in carnality? It's not always accepted because things are just as they are where no question should be asked. Hmm. Mm. Well, I feel like, you know what, I really do feel like um, I'm, I've made progress, you know, in that area, as we have to understand 
you know, my calling and my purpose and stuff like that. I know that I've made some progress. I just have some ways to go. You know, sometimes I do get my booty on my shoulder about it. Sometimes I still do. I ain't going to lie. But I'm better than I was. I just have some ways to go. And, you know, a lot of those... I guess I can say, as you would say, the wise or uneasiness in a sense. All of those things will be answered by just following God. And sometimes you just have to, you know, be still. And, and you know, it will come. I'm here. I don't, I don't know. If she got lost or something, but I'm here. no, I'm still here. I just, I'm just on mute because of my background. Oh, okay. What Pam has to say about the subject? I'm interested to know. Pam, what's your insight on the subject matter? I'm just listening. I'm just listening. I'm sitting up here on the popcorn and watching. Mm, nope. Mm-mm. I'm just watching. Hoping they don't get back to me. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. I ain't saying nothing. You know, like when your mama mad and and, you, and somebody else got a whooping, you like, let me go outside. Yep. Go to the bathroom. I ain't saying nothing. Because I don't want to be That's right. Mm-hmm. I know you ain't doing something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you for, not, for whatever I miss. I'm going to just get you. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're on a break before uh, the, I'm going to pray for uh, Reba's brother, I believe. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. Walter. Oh, Walter? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's I'm going to pray for Walter. Walter, 
Horombo ko shirika sada harande dogo sede horobo shirika sede shirika ndrasa shirika shirika ndeshe shirika horbaka shira yarakada amen Because I'm just trying to find out what was, what, what, well, I don't know, whatever. You know, as we were talking about this, and I went went back to the reading, and then I was talking about the part where, you know, we were walking by our feelings and, 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 and you know, the sensations and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I said that's why God allows us to get in those hard and dry places so we learn not to walk by them. So we learn to trust his word and follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And that is exactly for those reasons why you and Lisa are struggling with this. Because both of you all have spoken in tongue. You might not remember, but you all have. And God needs it to be more than just a sensation for you all. That's why you all are It's like... You know, there's, I mean, this is one of the reasons. I'm going to say like that. There's a variety of different reasons, but this is one of the reasons. Because when you get into it and tap into it the, the way that he wants you to tap into it, it won't be I got to have a certain environment around me, a certain people I need this to have. No, it'll be because I, I just make a decision and switch. So you literally are walking the pathway that God needs you to walk so that you will receive it. But it's going to be received in your spirit, not in your head. And that's exactly what Erica's talking about. It ain't going to be the point that you understand what's going on. And it's just it's the very thing. I do that with my daughter all the time. She asks me a question, where you going? What's this? And I don't, I'll say, where you going, Daddy? I say, left. What, what are we going? I say, straight. But as you pay attention then it begins to, oh, I know where we're going now. Oh, I know what's happening now. See, so many times, this is what Eric was talking about, we ask all them questions, but if you just pay attention, you'll get the exact answer that you need. So God is just saying, keep paying attention. You're on the pathway. You're moving down the road. Just keep paying attention. Soon, all them 101 million questions that you was trying to ask will be getting answered, but it's going to be getting answered. Because, see, he needs you to pay attention to the details, of the things that's going around, not get caught up in the distractions, which is your questions, which is coming out of your head. If you listen to your spirit and let it reveal these things to you, you'll begin to flow into the things God desires you to flow in. So pay attention to the Holy Spirit and the tweaking or the tweakings of the spirit of God that's inside of you. The 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 urgings, the 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 the, the moanings, the groan. Pay attention to those things. Mm. See, see, right there, right there, right there to hit you. Mm. Right now, just something, just mm. Mm. something, just just. Mm. I don't know what it is, but it's just something. Just hit. those are the things that God needs you to start paying attention to. Not, oh, I didn't need this. Cause see, if you start coming out your head, you'll miss that little mm that just occurred in your spirit. And that little mm that needs that just occurred in your spirit is what God needs you to pay attention to. What the devil's trying to get you to do is ask questions. Let me get this. Let me understand. Now your understanding will come through revelation after you pay attention to the mm that's going on inside of you. I'm done. Mm. 
I just did a mm. <clears throat> She gonna give another mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I'm about to juice, so I'm going on mute. Are you getting this fan? I'm listening. Are you, are you getting it? Like I, I know you heard it, but are you getting it? I just want to know if you're getting it. I guess, t- I guess time will tell. Okay. I know I'm. I know that I'm. That I'm in my head. I I get that. Right. Okay. Hmm. It's that. It's that wanting to have control thing. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Control of what? Me. Okay. Do you have do you have a time or was there a time when you feel like you were out of control of you or not in control of you? And the scared yeah, growing up. Okay. 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 I have a problem with people making decisions for me. Ah. Okay. Oh wow. So you feel like like being in the spirit and all that stuff is and is not being in control of your own situation, like of your own self. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. I'm I mean, because, that. because I mean, because if you if you truly submit, then you don't have control. That's true. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just in here, you know, with my own self. I, I, I know what my issue is. My issue is, how can I trust you when you let so much happen to me? And if I'm supposed to be your child, how could you let your child suffer like that? Not that I'm supposed to have a suffer, suffering less life. I'm not saying anything like that, but I'm just like, come on, man. But maybe but crazy. you have to suffer for him to get your attention. Oh, yes. Yes, that's true. Because he didn't have it, that's for sure. <laughs> he did not have it. But he didn't have it because, you know, of the, the circumstances that I was in. So I get it. I get it. I get it. Like in my head, I get it. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the, here's the crazy part. Let me tell you something. I, I In my head, I get all this. I do. Mm-hmm. The stuff that I say, you know, to Erica and all that stuff, that ain't really coming from me. But, you know, I I get all that. I really do. I get it. I get it. I get I get why you have to. I get walking in your call, and I get it. Why I I understand I really do, but I just feel like 
none of that. Like, like I just like that's for everybody else. Like, like I don't even. I feel like I'm important. I feel like I'm special and all of that. But on the other hand, I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> eh. You're not completely sold on it. I'm not completely sold. I was. But sometimes I'm like, mm. 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 Like, did we did it really take all that? Did we really have to do all this? You know, and then, you know, it too, there just comes a point where you just don't see, like, circumstances in your life. So like, okay, I'm not really seeing a whole lot of sunshine around here. I'm looking for it. So you just don't know. But now is it... Is it that you feel that way? Is that flesh or is that spiritual? Oh, that's you not, when you say you're not really sold. It's flesh that I'm not really sold because I'm still looking at them sideways a little bit. Like, we cool, right? You know what I mean? Like, your husband, y'all work it out and you let him come back home because you sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? You still, some days, you still might not want to eat the donuts. With the powder on them, right? Mm. Well, sometimes I feel like that. And then yeah. I'm like, why does it seem like the people that I know who are suffering the most are people who are supposed to be of God? The folks I know who don't go to church and stuff and who don't go to God, they got their life seems to be perfect. The only people I know who are suffering and broke and going through financial stuff and, you know, divorce and kids acting a fool and all of that stuff are godly people. But remember, you on the outside looking in. That's true, too. That's true, too. That is true. So, yeah, you're right. Well, things like, let me say things like. So what I'm doing right now is trying my best to have the faith that I should and the trust that I should to see past this moment. Like the rehab house. I'm trying to see and envision the finished product is what I'm doing, trying to do. I need I need to see something. And that's how I feel. And I told him that the other day when we were talking. I told him, I said, hey, man, I need to see, I need to see something. Something. Oh, you told God but, that? I did. I just told him, what do, I, what do you need? Well, I need to see something, something besides suffering and stress and anxiety. You got to show me there's something else. How's that working for you? What he's given, what he's shown me is, honestly, He's put people in my life who are godly, who are just striving and, you know, moving, who have, you know, positive attitudes and stuff in spite of. So he's put people in front of me, but they're still suffering. So at this point, I'm still waiting to see. You know, I ain't saying it's correct or whatever. I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. 
because um, <laughs> some of the stuff that he's been revealing to me that has happened, I'm just like, man, I call foul on that. And see, it will be different. I was talking to Sam the other day. It will be different if it was just something that happened in the past and it was a one-time event. You know how something could happen or right. you even have a childhood and it's over and it's in the past. No, it's not over. And I'm just like, what kind of crazy, demonic stuff are you allowing to, you know, what? What's all that? So now are, are you suffering? You said am I suffering? In a sense, yeah. 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 It's just that you can't, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. Okay, but are are you suffering um, spiritually or are you suffering in your flesh? Uh, hmm. um, I don't, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't really. I guess I don't really feel like I'm. That's a good question. I don't know. Can you ask me some questions to help me figure out which way? Okay. How how is it that you feel that you're suffering? Oh, because I feel like I'm trying to get past it, but every day he's revealing to me some other crazy mess, something else happened. So I feel like, you know, I'm in some type of weird imprisonment or something. Maybe you aren't supposed to get past it. You're supposed to get through it. Ugh. That's a scary <laughs> thought, no. I'm sorry. Sounds <laughs> 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 like just on the wall or something like, ugh. <laughs> I'm like, mmm, mmm, mmm. That don't, that don't sound appetizing. <laughs> Because I just want it to stop. Like, can't you just make it stop? But then things, maybe it's not supposed to stop. Maybe well, if it stops, will you keep speaking him? Ooh, you better stop your stuff, Pamela. <laughs> I don't, you know what? Because when it wasn't, wait a minute. You know what? You have a point. Because when I didn't know, I wasn't really speaking him the way I was supposed to. That's a good point. That's a really good point. And now that my toes got bunions and calluses on them from you just stepping on them, (laughs) that is a good, shut my own mouth up. Wow. That's a good point. Because I might have to go with, I don't know, 400, Alex. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Because you know what? Maybe that was why, you know, when I was out there kicking it and doing what I was doing, I wasn't thinking. I told you when I was out, I was all the way out. Maybe that's, God. Maybe it's my own fault. You know, this Maybe it's Maybe he did have to do all this to me because, you know, I, was just, I had a very rebellious spirit. There's a very spirit. So you might you might be on some mess. 
Oh, my goodness. And the moment that just changed her entire life. <laughs> Do you consider losing your job suffering? Actually, I don't. Okay. I'm, I, 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 don't, I don't appreciate, the, you know, how it happened. I was kind of bogus. But, but in and of itself, I, I don't. I don't. To be honest, I don't. And the reason that I don't is because thank God. I mean, I just have I just have the belief that that it's going to be all right. I really do. I don't. I haven't really had faith in much, but I do have faith that it's going to be okay. So I didn't really feel like that was like I was suffering. But the only area. That I feel like that I'm really suffering in is the stuff I was telling you about that I found out about that was really foul. And um, yeah, that's that's the only thing, really. Because anything else, I feel like I'm gonna be all right. So there is what it is is there is a situation that um I can't do anything about. It's, it's unfair and it's wrong. But I can't really do anything about it. Then why are you worrying about it? Because I feel like it is impeding progress and it's irritating to me. The truth is, it's, it's impeding annoying. progress, or you're allowing it to impede progress. Oh, well, Jesus, <laughs> that is a question, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, because you just said you can't do anything about it. No, I can't. Okay. So it's not impeding progress. You're allowing it to impede progress. <laughs> Once again, you might be home to something. And trust me, I'm helping myself when I'm helping you. Believe that. Yeah. Hmm. You might, yeah, well, okay. Okay, that's all I can say. Okay. 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 You know what? I'm not, okay. I'm not, you know what it is? You know what just hit me right now? It's like, just go ahead. But I didn't really get I am not accustomed to not being in control of my situation. Mm-hmm. I understand. I'm not, I'm not accustomed to that. I always, I because I've always had this. And nobody really went to bat for me the way they were supposed to. And mm-hmm. and I've only been, I've never been able to trust anybody, except Sam and the two other people probably. So I always put myself in a position where, um, you know, I mean, not not. Not hurting people or anything like that, but I never, this is the first time I've been in a situation like this where I had to say, you know what, I ain't really nothing I can do about it. And I think I have a very big problem with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a huge problem with that, and I didn't realize it until this moment. So you started asking me these questions. That is what is irritating. 
Yep. You have no control and you don't know what's going to happen. Nope. And it's just from dang on, it's just weird and I just got to, and I don't know how to just let it go. Because I feel like, I just don't, I don't know how to let it go. I want to. I don't know how to let it go. And the peanut gallery should be coming in about now. That's what I said. That's it. Come on. Come uh-huh. on off you. Uh, y'all doing an excellent job. I don't need to say nothing. Y'all go right ahead. <laughs> no, I'm going back on mute. I'm going to let y'all keep staying y'all flow. Because you know what? Because the thing is, it's like this. I'm not, it's only one area. I'm fine with everything. You know how it's just, you might have just that one area, like that last, like you clean up your house. Like, you're like, hey, I'm tired. I'm just, just that one last thing, and you're so tired. You're like, oh, nobody feel like that. That's, that's sort of how I feel. Like, it's just one, one little, and I'm straight. I'm 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 cool. It's just one rock in my shoe. But the thing is, I know that the rock is never going to go away because why should? If the goal is to irritate the hell out of me, then why should it ever go away? Ah, but see, you're saying that the rock is never going to go away. Why won't it go away? The rock is in your shoe. So you're telling me just take the shoe off and shake it? Basically. Hmm. You, I mean, you're you're claiming the rock. Okay. Hmm. So it has become part of wearing your shoe. Hmm. So when I look at when 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 you get tired of that rock irritating your foot then you'll get rid of it. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. 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 All right, sister. Sam. Okay. Okay. Well, today is the day. And it's sister Sam that did it. All right. <laughs> because you want to know something? The truth is, oh my God, we I think we're having confessionals. I think it's a confessional day. And you know, I don't care nothing about saying what it is for me. I ain't got <laughs> nothing to hide. Um, the truth is, somebody, I'm, I'm being honest. The truth is, Sam has always been like my spiritual warrior, my spiritual, he's always interceded on my behalf. I never really knew how to do it before and never really desired to do it before. So I never had to do it for myself. I never I never had to do it for myself. So I didn't really know how to do it for myself. So I got to be lazy with it. So maybe, maybe it wasn't my time. Yeah. And maybe my irritation is Right? Maybe my irritation 
lie is lying in the fact that I got to do it for myself now. And mm-hmm. I and so like a you know like a spoiled little kid, I'm like, <laughs> and I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. But God has like been bugging me like. He just been, you know, I told you I started having those visitations. And he's been speaking to me. This has been going on about two, you know, a year and a half. It started about a year and a half ago. And I was just like, come on. Go talk to Sam and tell him what to tell me. God, this too much going on for me. I'm sorry. I was quitting. And he's like, nope. You know what it makes me think of, um, of, of, of our childhood growing up? And the things that our parents did for us, we didn't have to do because our parents did. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a certain age, and it's time for you to start doing it for yourself. Right. 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 And it's funny because the meanwhile, you know, the enemy, of course, knowing this, and it's pissed because there is because he wanted me so badly. It's pissed that there was somebody there who was willing to to sacrifice and run interference for me all the time. Mm-hmm. That's irritating to him. So I'm sure that the rock that he in my shoes, I was like, I can hit you too. You see what I'm saying? So now look at this. You know. And so now we're here. But then he's gonna keep here. trying to get that rock out his shoes. So you got to do the same. Right. Right. And I guess thus the, trying to keep everything current to keep me distracted and to get me to say, see, God ain't right, and let me go back to what I used to be. You know, let me go back to, to being mad at him again. Let me go back to, you know, saying I ain't going because this stuff ain't real. So he can put me right back where I was. Mm-hmm. Right back where I was, because it's easier to, to it's easier to deny. Mm-hmm. Right. It is, which is what I always did. I remember things will happen. And this is when I was, you know, in my early, how old am I? Oh, 43. I, I remember in my early 20s, I'd be like, uh, stuff would happen. And I'd be like, I'm just going to pretend like that didn't happen. This one I have to deal with it. Like, that didn't really happen. And, and I remember he would say, why don't you just accept that it happened or accept that the situation is what it is and deal with it? And I'd be like, everybody got confidence in my silliness, immaturity. I was still a child, you know. Um, and so now... God is in my ear so much of the time, and it's becoming so more intense now that I can't act like this thing is not happening because he ain't giving me no peace. Mm-hmm. And in addition, he's set people around me who are not playing in the spiritual realm. They're not. I'm telling you, even the people here that I'm doing, you know, that are in my business group and all this stuff, these are all, I don't even interact with anybody who's not spiritual, who is not God-fearing, they don't even come around me, to be honest. Nope. So everybody that I'm encapsulated with is not playing. 
I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. And if, and even if I say something negative, it's like, nope, I'm going to need you to reclaim that. Or if I go, oh, I'm feeling something, oh, we're going to pray right now. I never had that. I never had that except the family. I thought he was, you know, crazy. And I was like, but not even my own parents. I can't remember one time. And I need you to understand what I'm saying. My stepfather was the pastor of the church. <laughs> and not one time do I remember him coming to say, let me teach you how to pray. Let me teach you this. You know, I'm going to pray with you. Never. And I lived in the house with him. He didn't even talk to us. So maybe that was just, you know, even my mom, like, we would pray, like, before we went on a trip or, um, you know, before we ate or something like that. But I'm talking mm-hmm. about, like, we're doing now. Right. I, was nev- I never felt, I re- and I didn't even realize it to this moment. I never felt safe. I never felt covered. That's why I didn't know what Sam was. So I had, and I'm just being honest, I got to tell the truth. About, you know, so I got this. I'm living in the house with it. I'm going to church Fridays week. I'm living there. You know, this is happening right here. And then I got this other person, you know, on the outside who cared enough for me to be like, okay, this chick is a mess. <laughs> you know, I don't really want to do it, but God told me to. You know, so I got this out here, and I'm like, wait a minute, it just seems so strange and incongruent because I was like, wait a minute, now, this thing is so real. How come I'm living in the house with these church going people and I don't see none of this? And it, it was just crazy to me. So, you know, that that carried over a lot. Whereas I should have been covered and open a long time ago, I wasn't. And, and that's why the enemy was able to do what he did. Because I didn't, I didn't even know what was going on. So um, that's, I guess, that's why it's been kind of slow going. You know, this is the first time. I'm just realizing that this is the first time that I've been encapsulated with this. Amen. We are probably going to cut off in a couple of minutes.